Goon Quest is a Dungeons & Dragons role-playing podcast containing both crude and sensitive humor, with occasional references to things like drugs. Content warnings can be found in the description. In an instant, the continent of Inthria faced a turning point as magic and gods which had once been gone for over a thousand years returned in a flash. A sovereignty, only recently formed by the joining of three kingdoms, now stands as a beacon in the ensued chaos. With magic's sudden return and the rise of both good and evil theologic practice, many are left to question the integrity of the sovereignty with these new strong influences. It all begins with a group of adventurers brought together in the wake of a small town's destruction by the flames of the dragon Calyrex. This is Goon Quest. Welcome back to Goon Quest, everyone. My name is Jimmy, and I'm your undeniably lucky dungeon master in the world of my own creation. And why am I lucky, you ask? Because I have these wonderful players that I siphon luck from. Lol. Speaking of the siphoned players I have in front of me, Joey. <coughs> Hello. Uh, go and start and introduce yourself. I am Joey. I'm Goon number one. I'm from Texas, and I'm going to be playing the third level wizard, Plato. Um, and something you should know about Plato is he's a little bit superstitious. He actually has a favorite number. Uh, he was 17 years old whenever he killed his first bandit. Um, it was a very glorious moment for him. So he, he cherishes that number. And anytime it pops up, he has a little extra pep in his step. He's a little more sure of himself. So his dad's a guard, right? And so it, it, I guess killing wasn't necessarily... Well, yeah, it was, you know... It's a different kind of place over there. They do things a little differently, if you and, know what I'm saying. Okay, back in his hometown, they it's a little more, but not... Civilized. It's a little, it's a little rougher, you know. That's a harsher climate. There's some, uh, you know, out here uh, in the city folk. You know, the people live on the streets. People live in the the corners of of alleyways and such. But out there in the frozen north, I mean, you got to do what you got to do to survive. There's more feral type folk uh, wandering out out there. So okay, okay, interesting, interesting. Hi, I'm Jaden. I'm goon number five. I'm from Romania, and I'm playing Ithquant, the paladin. Of unknown level. Anyway, Ithquant's favorite fun fact for the day is Ithquant has never actually killed anyone. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I guess he spent his yeah. whole life training. I mean, yeah, and then when he's only fought monsters, and those aren't people. Those aren't so. people? <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is considered people to him? Um, civilized, uh, good-aligned people. Oh, no. I mean, oh, like, I'll take neutral, but yeah. like, you know. Subject to his discretion i mean basically everything he was taught in his order so you know like fiends undead and whatnot they're not people um obviously and they're fiends undead and whatnot yes fiends undead and whatnot oh, okay they're not people so by definition in the, in the play in the monster's manual if it says humanoid that's people uh no because goblins aren't really people either. <laughs> this is great because you did join a little after the rest of the group and they've all like interacted very heavily with goblins i believe they murdered a bunch there uh, were a couple that we there talked were a couple with. That they sharing. actually got along with rather well. Are Rose? they still alive? Yes. Well, not our fault. <laughs> <laughs> there was a dragon. There was definitely a dragon. I mean, we don't know if Gary survived or not. I'm pretty confident. I think they're all didn't. dead. I think he doesn't. I mean, he was chilling in the woods. I doubt the dragon was like, oh, fuck these guys. In okay, maybe goblins. <laughs> I was under the impression we weren't counting goblins. 
Uh, hello everyone. My name is Alec. I'm from the Wild Blue Yonder. I'm playing Adris, the level three monk. And a fun fact about Adris, he doesn't know how to ride a horse because no one ever taught him. Because that's just not something the order teaches. It's like, why would you ride a horse when you got your own little leggies? So yeah. Fair, you're not much slower than a horse. I that mean, is fair. They're making a good point. Exactly. No, they train also, with horses, actually. <laughs> what goon number are you? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm goon number two. Uh, a little uh, bit of information for you guys. Little goon will actually not be present uh, at this session today. He had an emergency come up, uh, but he will be here uh, in the next session in the next two weeks. So uh, just keep that in mind. We're going to try to have our people be here as everyone if they can. But of course, emergencies do pop up um when when we plan to record so yeah a rabid skunk has uh been attacking his the village nearby where he lives he has to go deal with it's it. it's really nice that we just established samuel lives in a village well yeah he lives nearby a village there's a rabid skunk attacking he's got to save the just village a modern day village he's on yeah. the side quest right now yeah. Well, yeah, yeah if you've ever seen the village by m night Shyamalan. so fun fact we all are actually real world adventurers who go and fight demons and whatnot uh and then we try to role play that in this board uh, game when we relax yeah, <laughs> yeah this is our downtime activity yeah, the just are the yeah, exactly yeah. we're all horribly wounded this is like, how we get i'm actually just the bard <laughs> That's why he's the lore master. Uh, so, uh, we got uh, one more. Hey, my name's James. Uh, I am Zigzagoon. Uh, I'll be playing Veraldin, uh, a level 3 collapsed conclave ranger. I'm from Magrathia, and a little little known fact about Veraldin is that uh, he has, like, a slight overstep. Oh, like one, like, in like, general? Like, if he ever goes with his left foot first, he mm. always oversteps. Like, slightly. <laughs> it's like a weird thing he picked up from like being a sailor for a while because you always got to mount it mount the boat with your right foot first right mm -hmm. it's just a, a weird habit and it's just hard to break and yeah it always, if you ever yeah awesome That's so like, like he always goes right foot first but like if he ever does left foot first he always like oversteps whatever he's trying to step it's there's always something about him yeah. that he had a part of his body he has to blame on things that go wrong <laughs> correct it's like his ear one of his ears is a little cut so he blames yeah, the hearing on that obviously if he takes if he falls it's damn overstep of the leg yeah he went day, with the left foot first mm -hmm. one day Rowland might be revivified or resurrected and his body's going to be complete and pure <laughs> and back it'll be no more it'll be more broken than it's ever been right <laughs> the arthritis will go away his back will straighten out his ear will come back his overstep will be gone <laughs> and he'll have no clue to do with himself <laughs> all right good thank you guys every uh i don't have a fun fact for borvik smokestone unfortunately i was not able to get one um, fun fact about Borvik Smokestone, uh, he's not here. Yeah, fun <laughs> fact about Borvik, uh, he is unconscious at the current moment from the freezing waters he's been in. He's a, he is a he's definitely a beach dwarf, as this is cold weather for him. I don't think he ever fell in. He fell in multiple times. Yes. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. I thought... He is not very dexterous. Oh, no, no. He, no yeah, he, it was him and Twig. Yeah. They both fell in pretty bad, uh, to the point where I think you guys were basically pulling Borvik out of the water. Basically. Yeah, something like that. Beads of sweat trickle down your faces, save for the small plume of smoke that escapes the nostrils of Hithquant. The entirety of the western half of Emrith crowds the cobbled streets looking down to the river where you all pant below. The winter winds breeze chills 
uh, those of you that fell in the water, and is a sweet reprieve to those that have cumbersomely took on a lot of sweat and or smoke, as it is a simple reprieve from this. From down here, looking back to the east of the town where you guys had just come from, uh, you guys can see uh, Imrith. The town, for once, can be appreciated for its simple and pleasant charm. The main thoroughfare of Emrith on both sides leads to the ferry service. On the eastern side, while you saw it once as a drab and underwhelming constructed largely of mud and grit, you can see liveliness brought about this portion uh, in the morning of this historic event. While it has a long way to come, the traffic that had made their way to Emrith for the race has reinvigorated it, sparking a determination amongst the populace. To the west, just beyond where you all stand, the cobbled streets now packed with travelers, merchants, locals, and ladies and lords. Emirates' local militia keep a formation blocking the townsfolk from closing on the river. Banners hanging throughout the streets above, hanging stifled along the main street and small shops and houses off the way, with the race keeping you as preoccupied, as you had little time to get an approximate layout of the entirety of the town. You can see straight from this way the Baron's Manor, a two-story building of blackened stone, an elm sits at the end of the main thoroughfare of the town. Along the main road, shops and houses line the streets down to a small opening in a fenceway before the river. Between those shops are interlacing roads that follow the river over a hundred feet before meeting the end of the town. The only exception being the additional fishing lodges that you all noted had held carts for the competition. So simply put, like the layout of this town is kind of one of this main road that you guys have been traveling upon. And it crosses the crosses the river and off of this main road, there are different, basically, alleyways where there are buildings along each one, be it houses, shops, little different market areas. And you guys have found yourselves panting just at the edge of the water. You, while the competition, while you guys are heroes, let's not sugarcoat it a little bit. Heroes in your own way, like you are mostly like apex humans. <laughs> and I'm sorry, and dragonborn. Thank you. Thank you. And dwarf. And dwarf. Who is currently passed out. Clearly it was much on a dwarf. Very tight, very tight. Mainly because of most of the running. Um, and he unfortunately moves five feet slower than you guys and was pushing harder because I guess he's strong. He is stronger. Yep. But um, you guys, while feeling the chill of the cold and seeing all the other teams like this side of the river with you, where we last kind of left off, I left it on a bit of a cliffhanger of, to everyone knowing who would have won this race. And how we kind of did it before is we had these five-minute increments where you all, every basically every round was five minutes. And in order to kind of, when it kind of rolled down to the end of it, uh, in order to kind of make it, it also look as close as it is, it's kind of, I took these numbers and mashed them and said like each of these rounds was basically like five seconds. Now, in, in reality, it is like five minutes, but like, so these teams are all coming in right after one another, basically. It's... There wasn't really a team that really fell behind too far, apart from save one of one or two of them. It was a it was a deadlock race for for most of you. Uh, now, you guys are all sitting Riverside, whether be it standing, sitting, whatever it is you're doing. Twig is basically collapsed on the ground, like arms stretched out, and she's just panting. Uh, it's not a clear victor as to who won the race. As when you guys had got to the other side of the river, you had looked over and seen Vincer's Vestments, the team that you didn't really expect much from originally, 
had surprisingly closed a lot of distance on you guys throughout the last bit. And when you guys were through the last leg of the race and when you guys were crossing the water, uh, it seemed like their team had a very cohesive strategy. They actually, on their way back, a couple members of their team had constructed their uh, logs into a raft and used it to cross the water for the whole team. And so that is how they got across. And it seemed like a lot of our team got across very quickly that way. Huh. Somehow we didn't think of that. Yeah. I believe that's because it was discouraged. It was discouraged. They were encouraging us to jump across the river. I don't and, think they discouraged no, no, no. a raft raft. And any other form of method of transportating across the river was discouraged. They should get penalized for that. Against the spirit of the race, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm inclined to agree, but that's for the people to decide. It is for the people to decide. And given the time to construct a raft from the forest to this portion is what's their saving grace is that they did it. Mm. Um, now it is a, it is a clothing is a basically a retail clothing, local retail clothing store of Vincer's vestments. And you guys had encountered them a few times on your throughout the race. They didn't really do anything harmful to you guys. And you guys actually didn't really do anything harmful to them. You guys mm -hmm. tried to affect everyone, but they never really got affected by anything you did. Um, you weren't too preppy to knowing these people much either you just know that the guy um uh who runs the shop is a local merchant and he sells like finer clothes but also like he's kind of the front of selling like other other things for some of the other people in town too like he sells armor he sells leathers and basically he just is a more popular business and and basically distributes the money back to the, the people by and taking small fee sort of thing he's like a bigger retail like a retail version of like other of other shops that want to spend more time working rather than actually doing the selling portion. So he sells stuff for other people and sells his own uh, clothes as well. But you guys uh, on the other side of the finish line, looking across, you see them, you see uh, also next to you guys along the way is rock lock light who had managed to close the gap. But you're pretty confident as you stand on that side of the shore that when you guys got Borovic out, they were still trying to pull. They were still trying to get one person across the water. So you're pretty sure you beat them. But it is kind of a toss-up between you guys and Vincer's vestments. Now, straggling very far behind you guys and the rest of the people, you guys can see uh, the fishing guild actually slowly meanders in after. And by that, I mean it's like five to ten seconds after you guys. And then... A little bit after you guys can see the locking guild, which you guys heavily slowed down. They were like a shoe in at the beginning of this race, and then they just plummeted towards the end as you guys kept fucking with their stuff. <laughs> kept getting closer to us. They they did, and they probably would have won had you guys not. There's a couple rolls that you guys did that really saved you. The map Get came in clutch, oddly enough. Uh, what did I tell you? <laughs> and then lastly, uh, the last team to arrive after all of that is uh, the Winsoul, which you guys also Dirty messed with a bunch too. Although they targeted us first, we had we agreed to peace. You did. Their their oh. underhanded tactics did not work out for them as good. Cheaters. As their cart was actually never really a fast one in the first place, though. But they didn't cheat. They lied. That's cheating. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, we're we're gonna need like a code book of like Ithquan's guides to. What is, like, what is... You just have to take what I say out of con... Or maybe out of context and just write them down as we play. Oh, okay. And then at the end, that will be my guidebook. That's your guidebook. It's Con's guide to not be... Or to not being uh, evil. Uh, you 
all sit now riverside. You're in basically this nice little grass, patch, patches of grass down at the riverbank. And you can see up there's these, there are about eight members of the guard kind of sitting out with their arms open, uh, keeping uh, several individuals from the town who are shouting prospects of who they thought won and other members from not even from the town also contributing as well. Uh, as a lot of people look like they're coming, want to come down and like greet you guys or greet like the other teams and stuff like that. But um, they are being presently kept back by the guards. You see there's three officiants that come start walking along the riverbank. Uh, and you see they start uh, speaking up to uh, the other team, which uh, is in competition right now, with, which is Vincer's Vestments. And uh, you see they're making their way through the line as you guys all stand there or sit there, rest there, whatever you're doing with Twig. No, no, this is this is dead silence until we get a result. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, you're I getting nothing gesture. from I me. Like, I'm doing that gesture of like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, this, my narration's done. <laughs> no. <What? laughs> too long. We've waited too long. Give me how an far did we win? <laughs> yeah, exactly. How, how much did we win? Twig lay, laying on the ground looks at you guys. Did we do it? I, I don't know. I, I think they're going to tell us. Or maybe they don't. Do they tell us? They, I guess they'll tell us. Yeah, I just, it wasn't that obvious. I'm going to be real. I was too busy trying to focus on not letting the logs slip away. She looks back as um, you guys actually did keep the logs held in place pretty well, only being a few, like a mere moments after this. She looks at all of you and she kind of like sits up and she's like, well, I mean, thank you guys. Regardless. Of course. For what? Well, for helping win. But we're on a team. I, I, yeah, thank you I'm, for I'm leading the, the team. I'm doing the team captain speech. Oh, okay. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, I'm not familiar just, with it. Huh? I said I'm not, I'm not familiar oh, with it. Oh, like so the you, thing, you know, just saying thank you guys for what you did. Like releasing the map on the way. Uh, that really helped us. Um, I mean, I was fixing up the cart, but I'm pretty sure you guys did your best at getting all the logs from in there uh, in the forest. I'm sorry that our logs are very weird for you, Ithquan. I know they look hard to carry, but you really really managed to get yourself across the logs very fast too yes, thank, you. thank you and that really saved us a lot of time as well yeah i can't swim in this armor so it was, it was oh you were going to drown yeah you should have taken the armor off <laughs> mm, need the armor for what battle if anything now that i'm thinking about it why did you keep your armor on we could have just we could have we could have been faster no 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 speed doesn't change with the armor on or off oh, okay i'm Is not that, that weak Oh, okay, okay. If I was weaker, then it might slow me down. Or if it was like plate mail armor. No. Oh, okay. Very strong. I, I can tell. Yeah. Thank you, Twig, for being a good team leader, a good driver. Well, I don't know if I did. I mean, I, I drove. That's what I did. I mean, I, I kind of... And you fixed the car. I did fix the car. There's, we are out of duct tape now. That's a damn Canonically shame. Canonically in the world. <laughs> or, sorry. The last duct tape in the world. It was used to fix the cart. To find use. Zizo. I it seems like Borovic's not doing well. Um, yeah, he's he's just sleepy. He's just nice here. I'm sitting there. My head, <laughs> it hurts. It's okay. You just hush, Borovic. Just rest. Or, you know, giving him just random herbs. He closes his eyes. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> just I give practice the Scottish accent. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll get the needle. I can't tie do the it on purpose. I just slip into it occasionally. <laughs> but if I slip into it, I'll let you know, and then I'll be Borovic. Just give it around You're all two, two and a half hours. You'll be fine. <laughs> Depending on... Uh, yes. Maybe the real treasure of the race was the Borovic we became along the way. <laughs> yeah. 
maybe we all have a little bit of Borovic in us now. Everyone has beards. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the great part is even though Samuel's happened, he'll be able to listen to the podcast now. Yeah, yeah when it comes out. Much later than <laughs> <laughs> You know, maybe this time next year. <laughs> yeah. You guys sit there and you see the efficients walking up. Veralden, you feel a bit of a twinge in your wrist. It's a fine twinge. Like a little sharp feeling, a little sharp pain, like something's pricked, pricked you a little bit. Like a, a bug bite, or like like did a bug bite me? Or yeah, you take a little quick look at it and uh, look at your wrist, and you see there's similar to how like you see the veins move in your arm. It seems like there's like these red lines that kind of stripe through your wrist, and it looks like they're kind of spreading from a region which you had noticed yesterday. It it just has this dull stinging feeling now, like your wrist is kind of numb. You feel that pins and needles in your fingers. All right, all right. We'll we'll just uh, put that one back. We'll deal with that uh, in a second. <laughs> all right, yeah. You cover you cover it back up in the moment. You guys see the officiants walk up, and you see it's just Chuck Norris and um, two other people that don't matter. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> okay. Of course, because no one else matters when Chuck Norris walks up, this except for Earthquant. Yeah, and you see Chuck <laughs> actually, because he can only there has to be someone else because I realized Chuck Norris can only smile and give like the thumbs up, mm-hmm. like you know, like or thumbs down sort of thing or disapproval look or just like kick you into the sun or something. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it's it's Chuck Norris, and then there is like this elven officiant that looks to be, uh, he's wearing these large spectacles that kind of in, make his eyes look bigger, and uh, you see he's kind of glaring off into the distance. When I say glaring, I'm sorry. He's just. He's just skeptically looking off into the distance like he can see it all. And uh, as he walks up to you guys, he immediately walks up and does a huge bow to all of you. As you see, his shaved hair shows he you can definitely tell he, this guy is a wood elf based on his like greenish tint to his skin and um, large billowing, uh, the large billowing robes just tell you that this guy's kind of a nerd too. But he gives you guys a large bow. And immediately stands up, shakes each of your hands individually over the course of uh, about thirty seconds, very slowly with each one. He makes if eye Quant contact. Tries with you. not to hurt his hand. You try not to hurt his hand, but you just put your hand there, and he shakes it. Good. <laughs> and he finishes, looks back at all of you, and he's like, "Well, I would be wishing congratulations in the current moment, but our." The judges are confirming right now who the victor of the race is. Hmm. If you can be patient in this time, we will have a result soon. Do you know how long it should be? He looks back at the other two judges and looks back towards you. It probably just a couple more minutes. If just if you guys need anything, if you need some water, I mean, Kron's just going to just dunk his head into the river to cool yeah, himself he, off. Gestures to the river. <laughs> Water but if you guys need any dry towels, we'll be having some people come down with them. Sure, that just, would be appreciated. A gurgle from underneath the water. <laughs> as maybe like some weird tinges of radiant flame or... Are you <laughs> screaming? <at water>? <laughs> <laughs> and they, I, they walk away. Didn't know they had a sauna. <laughs> <laughs> All the water's warm now. <laughs> just the steam. Yeah. Uh, you see they walk the next team and keep going from there. And eventually you see the judges walk back up and the elven man speaks out before all you guys as your teams gather 
uh, uh, just towards the top of the bank. And they start doing that thing where they announce the teams like from last to first because, you know, it credits people. Well, in first today and taking home this mantle and small prize of, and he pulls out this pot of flowers for contributing to the effort. And participation rewards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is participation rewards. Ithkwan hates them. They go against everything he believes in. <laughs> the winner today by winner of sixth place. <laughs> the Church of the Windsoul. And you see the uh you see the father of the church immediately is like disappointed look on his face. He's like, Yes, great. Thank you for this pot of flowers. If you guys want to be the crowd clapping in this case, that'd be yeah. yeah. Get on with it. Adra specifically makes an effort to clap for them. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, thank you so much. Uh, and then he seems like he's about to start talking about something and just kind of push him off a little bit. And the next, in fifth place, we have the Logging Guild. <gasps> As you see, people... <laughs> And people are, yeah, there's a, thank you, there is a shock amongst the crowd. These people have won kind of like, in the past few years, between them and the fishing guild, they have been back-to-back winners. And you see there's a little bit of shock and look on people's face, and then it follows up with the fishing guild as the next one, as they call the fishing guild. You guys see Keg sternly, he's like, oh, I'm here to claim my... Oh, uh, that back must have really fucked him up. Oh, yeah, my back... Oh, guys, I'll tell you, it would have been a different race if this thing been, uh, if this come out differently if uh, my back wasn't a little messed up. Yeah, wonder, <clears throat> wonder how <clears throat> that happened. Um, yeah, I'm not saying anything about it was sabotage, but I'm just, uh, you know what? Well, I'll be bygones. Sabotage? He chose that. What the <laughs> How did he get his back blown out? <laughs> I heard it was the chiropractor. What? People, yeah, yeah, the, the people, chiropractor's the game. The chiropractor. Yeah, there's hushed whispers of the chiropractor. <laughs> that person sounds bad. And then everybody's like popping their knuckles. It's like yeah. chiropractor. This is where the this says is where he can make your back pop like the sound of thunder. <laughs> thunder. Yeah, it's just that song when it pops your back. Nah, nah. Anyways, uh, hold on. Who's fourth place? In third place. Third place. We have Rock Lock Light, <sighs> and you see people are like, "Oh, that's the oh, that's the stuff that Horns tastes like light better. <laughs> Horn lights better." <laughs> You hear from the top, the dudes, uh, the guy and the representative from um, Rock Lock Guys, like, guys, stop it. Orn Light's not better. We came first. Like, hey, stop. Dude, they're done. Dude, I fucking love Rock Light. <laughs> You're gross. Sick, man. It's cheap, man. It sure it tastes a little like water, but it's cheap. You can't even get drunk off of it. I'm partial to kombucha myself. You gotta drink a full case. <laughs> Three cases in, you're gonna be able to start feeling it. <clears throat> and in first place. We have a tie. No. What? For the first time in history, we have had a tie. Now, as rules state, when there is a tie in the race, we base one of the legs. We choose one of the legs of the race randomly. And whoever was the fastest portion in that leg is the winner of the race. That's break right there because yeah. yeah, we did awful at logging oh no everywhere else i think we're fine yeah well there's only one other part of the race and that one we dominated well there's also grabbing the logs there's that, the it's so running running and grabbing the logs running grabbing the logs those were the same thing oh yeah same I figured they were... took place at the same time mm. okay. so the team that was first place in the first leg of the race 
for the racing section was Twix Cart. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 The large oh, yeah. dominant racing through that portion. We commend you for that. The second leg of the race, the acquiring of logs and animals for riding. The first place team for this was Vincer's Vestments. Mm-hmm. Big is. The first place team for the third leg, the race back to the river, Twix Cart. With a new record, fastest team back. Whoa. Let's go. The team to cross the river, the fastest, Vincer's Vestments. Oh, wow. Ooh, that's a 50 50. Wow. That's 50 50. Yeah. You see the council, or I'm sorry, the council of judges. They begin to deliberate once more, that kind of hushed tones. And then they, you see, they pull out uh, basically a set of like, that's like a set of bone dice or like bones, like scrying bones. Uh-huh. And uh, we will consult the bones. <laughs> uh, we will roll in the bone zone and consult the bones. I wonder who's going to get boned here. I hope it's us. I think. It's a, from where you come from, getting boned is a good term. <laughs> I, just, I, I mean, there's bone dice. We want the dice to be in our favor. That's getting boned, right? Yeah, probably. That makes sense. You see the judges all throw the, uh, throw the bones on the ground. And all begin to deliberate. You see President Head Judge Chuck Norris. Uh, he picks up the bones and puts them back in a bag. And uh, you see he throws them into the sun. Um, <laughs> well, Chuck Norris, what else would you expect? Exactly, yeah. Why, why is he the man, man, the myth, the legend. Oh, he's too strong for us. He, he, he's like yeah, a level 20 monk. Because he would win. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, he's a level 40 He monk. doesn't need to advertise exactly. at all. That's why he doesn't compete. Chuck Norris yeah, is, is so strong when he said when the DM said that the level cap was twenty, he said, "No, it isn't." <laughs> I couldn't argue with it. <laughs> yeah, it's Chuck Norris, the Elven Man with his spectacles. Chuck Norris and the Last Judge, which is a little ginger dwarven woman with a she has a very long uh, dwarven beard that goes down to uh, looks like it goes down to her ankles. She keeps it folded over on her shoulder, it's like two feet long. Is yeah, <laughs> a little probably a little longer than two feet long. <laughs> Borvik stun. You guys see they all kind of stand up and uh, you see they all hold their thumbs out for you guys and like all Roman approval style. The winner of the race, either Vincer's Vestments or... (laughs) I'm going to burn this down to the ground. (laughs) Or Twig's Cart. Basically the thumbs down or thumbs up hands are all being held out. uh, or Their thumbs are at an equal point at the current moment and they look towards each of their teams. The the thumbs towards the down side, meaning that their the vote stands for uh, losing. Huh? I said losing. No, no, that's old Rome. That's like the Roman understanding of it. This just means like this just means like the thumb down means like the left team wins, and the thumb up means the right team wins. You oh, guys just happen okay. to be the team on the other side. Got it. Got it. As um, they all put their thumbs down. And then you see Chuck Norris turns his hand thumb over up as they all turn. (laughs) (laughs) As you see, Vincer's Vestments is severely disappointed in finding this out. Devastated. So much fire, (laughs) bro. And you see R2D2 fly into the sky. Oh, we killed, we murdered, we destroyed them. It was you guys, uh, when it came down to it right in the end, before I go into this, you all, you all celebrating whatever you want. Um, you guys, uh, when it came down to the race, 
your guys's hour t- the time ended up being one hour and 40 minutes tying with i'm sorry 45 minutes tying with um vincer's vestments at one hour and 45 minutes every other team that came after that was one hour 50 one hour 55 Two hours and then two hours and forty minutes. Oh my <laughs> god! Oh god. Yeah, uh, the race was done. well over, and they yeah. were like, "Oh, we got to keep going." <laughs> I guess we finish. You guys see as they call out your names. Twig stands up and she's like, "We we won." Of course. We. What do you mean? You didn't know we were going to win. You've been on edge this whole time. No, I've just been waiting because I don't like having to wait. Well, that's understandable. Um, <laughs> I guess, I mean, yeah, patience is a thing, but, but fuck virtues, right? Exactly. We won! <laughs> we won! <laughs> we see, won. Uh, the guards kind of let people go as, uh, from blocking people off, and people kind of storm the, uh, storm the coastline, uh, and run down to, run down to all of you. This is just like a bunch of people you guys have never seen in your life, just mm-hmm. like, oh my god, Twig's car! <laughs> you do not know any of these people. <laughs> But um, well, of course, I know them. They're my fans, <laughs> my loyal fans. Exactly. Subjects. Uh, no, not you, subjects yet. Oh, okay, okay. Yet. You see several people run, start grabbing, uh, grabbing you guys, hoisting several of you. No one picks you up. Mm. Quant, no one picks you up. Quant's a little disappointed. You see, everyone else is going to hoist the air, and you <laughs> is, just might think Borvik it's because you're hoisted in the air. Yeah, Borvik's unconscious. And this he's is bullshit. In the air. <laughs> I know he weighs more than me. <laughs> Can I hoist Ithquant into the air so he's Can not you? left out? So it's like a, du- like a, a double desert. layer of hoisting. You, huh? there's, a, there's a couple people holding you. You grab onto Ithquant and hoist him up into the air. Yeah! Yes! Everyone falls. <laughs> I don't weigh that much. I, I, you're seven feet tall. I just imagine, like, even if you're, like, tall, you weigh a little bit. You're seven no, feet I mean, tall. No, I mean, I weigh a, a decent, but enough for people to carry me. It's a whole crowd. The seven I'm foot only tall. 250 pounds. Yeah. That's pretty heavy. Borovic weighs more than me. No, and you're wearing chain said, armor. He only weighs like 170. He said it last time. He's, he's very lean for a dwarf. He's a lean dwarf. It's very lean for a dwarf. Why can he make even. the jump? Very <laughs> dwarf for a lean. Well, dwarf's still... Just because he's lean doesn't mean he doesn't like the ground. I mean, without the like armor, he's probably only like 50 pounds heavier than me-ish. We weren't accounting for the armor. Right. Yeah, uh, people, hoist, people hoist you guys. You hoist, yeah, you hoisteth Quant into the air on top of other people hoisting you into mm-hmm. the air. Um, you actually can see some repre- some representatives from T3 Oil uh, come down to the beach line and they have this big check for you guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I guess canonically in my world, they have big checks, not little checks, just big checks. Nice. Um, <laughs> like the big, and those are the ones you use to uh, give people money. Just every day? If not gold or silver or copper. No, only when you win competitions do you get the uh, checks. It's just like any other sporting event, okay. except you get them. Oh, yeah, you get you get the, these, but they don't have the small version. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they hand you this big check. Uh, they hand it right to... Um, actually, you're, you're probably right there, too. So they hand it to Play-Doh, um, and you see... They have a couple. Uh, they have a couple of kombucha boys and girls come out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's basically just these people that are uh, wearing big, open, like big, flowy clothes that have like a bunch of like actual small pictures of like fruit and vegetables and stuff like that on it. Is and there a large container of kombucha? No, they have a. Mm. They have a. Uh, they have a big uh, Gatorade container <laughs> of kombucha. Yes. That's- Sure. Anyways, I'm going to dunk Adris into the container. Please do. In, in there? Yes. <laughs> okay, not throwing it off. No. Okay. Yeah, you pick up Adris. You, you, yeah, you wait till he's like turned around l- looking at this big shadow with Play-Doh, and then you grab him from behind, and a couple of the kombucha boys and girls help you, and you guys dunk him into the kombucha. 
Yeah. Uh, so you could dive into, you could only presume to be golden pineapple kombucha. Boochized. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Baptized um, in the booch. Yeah. Baptized. <laughs> Boochized. Yeah. Um, player's going to run over to Twig and just hand the check to her. She can just, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, she can just keep it. No. No? This is equally, this is our team. <clears throat> well, it's up to the team captain to distribute the money. That's uh, true. No. That is true. No. I don't know. I don't know. Twig's team captain. You're ducking. You're ducking in the water right now. Yeah, I, I feel like this is like a 12 year old goal. I'm not going to take a a fifth, a sixth of her money. I'll just give it to her. Our money. You see, uh, communism yeah, you, again. Yes. <laughs> you hand the uh, check to her and say, "Do what you will with it." Basically, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh boy. I mean, I can eat this if I really want to, just Probably. to prove a point." You could. <laughs> that, that would be baller as fuck. <laughs> Every that would be admirable. It would really be slapping. It'd be slapping this whole competition in the face if I ate it. No one would forget it. No one would. And this is basically money. It's just yeah. the big version of a big version of gold money. It's it's so much more convenient too. <laughs> right. We should invest in making yeah. all currency in this. Way. <laughs> no, all our currency, big checks. Yeah, you have to go to a bank in my world and spend three live days uh, filling out paperwork to get big checks. Nice. That's uh, that's why no one actually uses them. But um, except lords, because they have their subjects do it. Of course, of course. I imagine many times as Plato, <clears throat> probably for the lord of his land, had to sit in a sit at an office getting a big check put together. It's just normal for him. <laughs> normal doing that much paperwork. It's just what you do. The teller <laughs> hates you because you read everything out loud. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He's like, you're not. That's private, man. <laughs> this is confidential. I don't need to know what these what these records say. <laughs> There are so many other people here taking this information from yeah, you right now. Yeah. Your lord is going to be furious. Yeah, there's eight Play-Dohs in my hometown right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys are mid-celebration of all this. As uh, it's, It just looks like everyone's just going to bullshit all over the place, throwing, throwing everything around the town. Uh, you see people are throwing streamers, stuff like that. And um, you are just enjoying this kind of moment of your victory. Um, you see... Twig has given the check to Crud, and Crud has made turned it into a little like um, hang glider thing, and he's jumping off of people <laughs> and just kind of slowly falling to the ground, even though it's very fast. He feels lighter. You guys can see Twig kind of pulls you guys together, and she's like, "All right, team huddle. All right, team huddle. What's up? All right." So I talked with Crud, and it's kind of like a Groot situation. She can understand what Crud says. We can all understand can. Crud. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, you guys can all, everyone but the audience can understand what Crud says. Yes. As you see Crud in the background, you're just like, eh. Exactly. Of course. And then uh, you see Crud has the, uh, Crud has the check of worth 750 gold pieces. He kind of is just jumping around flying with it. It, it, These checks, they're pretty strong, and Mm -hmm. I've never held a big check in my life, guys. I I really want to say that they're, like, really cool feeling. We're just going to pretend it's, like, really nice cardstock. Nice. (laughs) Like, like really premium. good shit. Yeah, premium cardstock. Uh, you see Twig's like, well, I talked with Crud, and um, while he does want to use the check as a, a plane for the time being, like a fly device, mm-hmm. we did kind of agree that you guys probably should get a lot of this money. I mean, if, if this were a long time ago, I'm pretty sure gold would keep us alive for a year, but it's not a lot. I guess times be a changing, and it's not yeah. that time anymore. I've heard the thing called money? inflation. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but that might have something to do with it. I thought things would get better now that, like, I mean, with, with all that magic coming back, I feel like it would be a little better. Like, but no, all the prices are just going up. Yeah. 
You'd think a, a, well, an event like that would make see, it better. Uh, now that magic's here, it's much easier to produce resources, which means the cost of that is way lower. So that means everything can be more expensive. Oh, so they can just charge more things. Exactly. Oh, okay. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Do you come from a family that makes a lot of things? Yes. We, like, we, don't, we don't have merchants. Oh, okay, okay. So you don't sell things? Okay. No. It just sounded like you'd know about it. No, it was just, I mean, well, obviously. Well, we were going to use some of the money to hopefully get schooling. I've never done that in my life, but I figured I'm not familiar a, with this. Well, it's like a idea. thing where they teach you how to read and write. Ah, my father did that, kind of. Yeah, my mom was doing that for a little bit, but she stopped. Mm, that's unfortunate. A little few months ago, but if not for me, more so for crime. How many broken limbs did you have? In the past year? Well, learning. Oh, um, when I was being taught, I didn't break any. Oh, wow, you must be very strong. Well, I had yeah, like a broken no, limb once a week. Oh, once a, are your bones brittle? No. Oh, well, well, I didn't really break my bones that much. Impressive. I have broken before, though. I was trying oh. to do a backflip one time. I'm pretty sure I broke my pinky toe. I just, mm -hmm. I figured I wouldn't say anything about it. She's definitely referring to the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday. <clears throat> so, I've had this limp for a long time, and she has been limping. <laughs> huh. Well, it's a good thing you were driving. Yeah. Yes. If I was having a, well, no, it was a long time ago. Okay. She kind of, uh. Pulls you guys in close. Crud and I said that we would agree to at least give you guys a good portion of the check because we probably don't need as much of it as we think we do. Um, but we don't. And I talked with Borovic a little bit about this, but I, I don't. I guess I might have said it briefly the other day, but we don't really have like my our mom was kind of disappeared. Mm -hmm. This thing apparently, in which we should totally look into that later. Later, she just didn't come back one night. And no one really did anything about it. I mean, I try to act like it's fine, but Kellan didn't really uh, follow up on it. Like I figured he kind of took us in in the manner of sudden saying some good stuff about us or trying to say we would be watched and taken care of until at least our dad returns. He never did after the news came back. We figured at least if we can use the money to at least maybe pay Lavin so we can keep staying in the stable. You could always come with us. Uh, uh, I mean, she has very strong bones. He's making a good point. I mean, I, I can't necessarily guarantee it's the safest trip. Uh, definitely not the safest. I'm just saying but, I mean, I've broken a lot of bones. If she hasn't broken any during her learning, then clearly she'll be strong enough to handle it. Has Crud sure. broken any bro bones while learning? Not that he said any about. Hmm. See? So I think they're strong enough. I mean, I figure it's a option. Probably better than most other options. Well, where do you guys live? On the road, yes. Married oh. to the grind. Correct. We like making money. I like making money. It's not about the and money. And helping people. It's the helping people. Also the money. Why are you trying to help people? Because it's, it's the right thing to do. Yeah. I, well, you know. See, it all began many years ago when my great, 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 Began his quest to pure this, purify this world from evil. You got it monologuing. And now, uh, after many, to, uh, many thousand years later. <laughs> what do I do? What have I done? <laughs> so you just gotta let him do it. You can't turn it off. Antoine proceeds to tell his entire clan's history. Oh no. <laughs> it takes about an hour. <laughs> you guys are here for an hour. <laughs> And that is why I'm here now. Oh, I just meant like... Okay, never mind. <laughs>
During this time, I'm going to grab Plato and leave. <laughs> <laughs> As for me, when Magic returned, I was one of many who were negatively affected by it. And so I've made it my mission for this moment to help those who had suffered a similar fate. You can find my mom then? Or my dad? We will do what we can. Okay. I can't promise. It's not like it matters, though. I mean, I they can't, laugh, so it's... I can't promise anything other than we will do what we can to help you. Yeah, it's mostly for crud. He, I mean, I, I'll, I'll wa- I can watch after him just fine. It's just, you know, I got other stuff to do. I got, like, the cart races. I mean, I just, we right. just won that, and now I have to win again, right? Yeah. You got next to, year. I have to prep for next year. Exactly. Figure out what to do with all that money. Dominate. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I, I mean, I do have to get crud, make sure he goes to school. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe going with you guys would be the best if you're going to be on the road. Probably not. But that's not, you guys are probably the most people that stuck around long enough to then just feel bad for me. I'm kind of sick of that. Why would we feel bad for you? <laughs> people seem to get upset when your parents disappear mm. and you're 13. Strange. I thought so too. It's just, they don't understand that I'm just stronger. Sometimes your I'm parent- just stronger than them. Exactly. And sometimes your parent just goes out into the wood, dies to a bear, and I mean, maybe that bear dies later, and then the clan gets to eat that bear, but, you know, happens. That's the exact thing I was thinking about. The Me and you, Twig, were connected. You brought connected. it up in your story, and I just remembered <laughs> it. Browden and uh, Plato, what are you up to? Okay, so Plato, you're a wizard, right? I am. So you know wizardy things? Yeah. All right, because this is a bit out of my league. But I found the thing that's in the forest. You did? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it likes to read minds, for one. Okay. Uh, likes to read minds. Reads mind, like, feeds off, like, guilt and shit. Uh, it can feed uh, off, like, your body's energy. And I, I kind of thought this was a regular rash, but I'm getting the idea. It's not, I'm gonna take my shirt off. <laughs> oh, okay. You take your shirt off? Yeah. Are you guys, like, in a private area? Yes, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. It's like, we, I would stable or yeah, something? Was... Okay. So he takes you into the uh-huh. stable. He takes his shirt off. I'll take mine off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He down throws to... you onto the head. This is an angel. I pull out Sakurai. <laughs> Sakurai. He binds you up. So everyone knows Sakurai is the name of Raldon's whip. One of Raldon's whips. The, the one whip. I don't use. Yes, the one he doesn't use. Because, because it is evil. It is an evil whip. He took it from. He binds you up. He's just a rat for the ride. So yeah. I I just kind of assumed it was a regular ash, but I'm getting the impression it's not now. You um, see, as you take your shirt off, you can see these veiny lines that head up from his wrist that follow his arm into his upper upper right chest. So it's all on his right arm oh, and up into his chest. God, and you can see it almost. Wow, like, yeah, that's a lot worse than it was earlier. Yep, <laughs> you see it almost like pulsates a little bit. Oh my god, um, it is sticking out like if you rubbed your hand against it, it feels like something. It feels like actual a bump, like the lines are. Bumps. I was just feeling his body, but then I felt that, and I was like, oh, what the? Hell? <laughs> see, see, yeah. So when it started out, it was like uh, that big, you know. And I'm making a little O. With my fingers. Mm, about the size of a gold coin, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, that works. And when was this? Recently? I'm uh, last night. Last night? Yeah. So uh, we should probably deal with this, huh? Okay, and you know about nature. This is not a natural thing. I'm pretty sure. sure it's not. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out Bookie here and see you know what maybe what kind of category of of magic this might fall on. Fall you into. pull out Bookie and you Bookie doesn't open. What the fuck? Wait, Bookie doesn't open? No. I'm sorry, what? what? Bookie, hello? Meh. Meh? Meh. What's wrong? Hmm. What's, what's wrong? You didn't want me earlier. When? 
you wanted me to cast your spell for you, and then you just put me back. But okay, Bucky, I, I was already going to cast a spell, and then you came out. I was I was exa- excited to hear you, but I mean, in that situation, I think there was we we needed you to be there at the party at the the whole little press conference thing. We needed you. Then you didn't bring me out at all at the press conference. Did you? It was mud getting flown everywhere. I mean, and look, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna be level with you here. Address was doing his thing. I was gonna bring you out, but Address needed his moment to shine, and I knew you would outshine him. So I could not allow you to to become unsheathed while he was having his match. Gee, thanks. <laughs> okay, well, I guess that makes sense. Actually, yeah, I do. I guess I overshine Address. All I know. The time. But- do you see what's going on? This is the real deal. I can't just, you know, you put addresses feelings hey, aside for this. How's it going? Oh, oh, uh, you see the little book turns around and uh, you see he can he can clear clearly see you have these lines all over you. It's yeah. like, oh, God, he's cursed. It's a curse? Something like that. Yeah, uh, he will make an arcana check. Okay. Um, Should I roll for him? Uh, yeah, you know, go ahead and roll for him. Uh, just, right. just for point of reference, you know, mind reading, beating off guilt lives in the forest oh, uh, specifically okay. under some trees like that undercroft area i will uh bookie is not like a yeah. tome of like a list of creatures and stuff yeah so. i was just trying for the sake of uh trying yeah i hope he has a good modifier uh oh. he uses your modifier oh because a lot of the knowledge you get about oh. the magic in the world is based on your intelligence okay from um, him it's gonna be a 15 then okay 15 is actually pretty good we'll take it bookie uh, he kind of flips through his pages a little bit as he's kind of like, well, I don't really have a whole lot here on the like the actual like type of creatures that might have done that. Mm-hmm. But I guess that being said, if some if it's anything like some form of poison or curse, and it looks like it's spreading like similarly, so if it reaches vital portions to him, it could be rather dangerous. So yeah. if if it gets to his heart or his head, then it could be worse. Like it bad things could start happening. I don't know what of the nature of it. But if it's if he's saying it has it's messing with his mind and memories and stuff, then that, it might that was that was last night. That that was the thing itself. Not the curse, whatever. Have you dealt with this before? Define dealt with this before. Have you been affic- afflicted by or do you know anyone that's been afflicted by it before? The the curse? Yeah. Specifically? No, not that I know of. Uh, well, uh, you have to do... He starts going to a little bit. With the curse, you have to find a nurse. Um, you need a doctor. Okay. Uh, okay. That's pretty straightforward. All right. Um, but like we should... a magic doctor, not like a normal doctor. Magic doctors? Clerics? Priests? Oh, sure. Some uh, wizards can remove curses and stuff, but mostly... I mean, those Soulwood guys were kind of, like, at our throats earlier, but, like, I mean... Maybe Ithquant can identify if it the, the nature of it, maybe, and he can do something about it? I guess so. Seems a little... I, I'm usually inflicting the curses more so than I am uh, treating them. <laughs> yeah, he does call himself the curse inflictor. I am. That's, well... That's his more That is practice. true. Okay, it's a nickname in practice and work. Okay, we're, we're workshopping the nickname, Bookie. We don't need to tell everybody the nickname that we're not 100% Oh, okay. Uh, you forgot about it. Oh, yeah, I'll forget about it. All right, let's go to Ithquan now. All right, big C. <laughs> all right. Okay, all right. We're going to... Okay, thank you, Bookie. <laughs> all right, Curse Slinger, let's go. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, Curse Slinger. This sounds a lot cooler. That sound, that's a pretty good one. Maybe we should l- get him to workshop it with us. Yeah, yeah. He's got, ide- he's got ideas up in there. We just need ideas, people. We need ideas. Yeah, we could throw... We're, I mean, we got ideas. 
Yeah, but I mean, we need something a little outside the box. We got our box between you and me, but he's outside of that box. Maybe we should bring him in the box. Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah, but and he'll bring all his outside stuff in the box. Yeah, so he'll, he'll come in the box with us. Uh, you guys all carry I on. I really back. don't want to come in a box. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I got a cool idea. <laughs> you guys get uh, head back, and you guys, the, the other two of you, and I guess Borfic there as well, along with Twig and Crud, uh, are finishing up as uh, you see them coming. You're finishing up. And that's the story <laughs> of my clan. You see the the two of them kind of walk up and uh, you see people are starting to situate themselves up in the town as they have like this outdoor feast kind of going on for the Winter Winds Festival, uh, which is this, this marks the last day of it. It's the end of the uh, uh, end of the race is like the last day of it. And so they have the festival tonight and then you guys will basically get the honors of uh, giving giving a speech at the um, at the dinner, which you've at least let Twig do. Uh, she agreed to give you guys essentially of the money five hundred of the gold. Mm-hmm. She'll keep two hundred fifty for her and her brother to get an education and have a place to stay. I'll take twenty five of my cut and give the rest to them. God damn it! You were did what I was about to do. <laughs> I'm taking hundred and twenty five of the five hundred gold. 25 of the 500 gold. Okay. Bit okay. rude, it? No. A little bit rude. He puts spikes in the wheels. That's an extra 25 gold. <laughs> I stuck it no, into no, no. their No, no, no. That's my rightful 125 <laughs> gold. Oh, divided amongst one, two, three, four, five. The six of us. Okay, yeah. Okay. So you take you take 25 of the gold and give 100 or give the remainder? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, I, my focus. If Twig and Crud don't want it, they can give it back to the rest of the group. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they'll definitely appreciate it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, appreciate the prospect of the charity of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to give how much? Uh, I don't know how much we're getting each. 125 each, correct? No. 100 each. 100 no, out of 750. Oh. Divided evenly. Yes. We each get 125. Yes, okay, so you but, would get 125. But because Twig took 200. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. We're each getting Instead 100. Instead of her 125. Yeah, you each get 100. Okay. And y'all would each get 100, and I'm taking 125 out of it. Because you took a cut of the whole thing divided. Because they're going to give to Twig anyways, I can at least have my equal share. Oh, okay, okay. How about put a pin in that one? <laughs> <laughs> Do you still have your shirt off? No, okay. I'm good. Walking around. I'm gonna go find a cleric. There's Twig out here. What do you need a cleric? Gonna fall over Alden again. <laughs> Just come on. We gotta go find a cleric. Why? All right. You all fall over Alden as you guys run to get a cleric. Uh, you you make your way to the Church of the Windsoul, where you guys know the third place uh, the individual that took third place was uh, there. Essentially, the Windsoul team, as you see the father of the church. Weren't they last? That's, what did I say? I'm sorry. Third, third place. Yes, they were last. I'm sorry. All right, cool. I, I actually, my, I was so far off on what I was thinking. I was, I meant to say that the team that won the flower, the nice. flowers. So I was, I, I don't know where I was. Uh, you guys can see they're basically back at the church, wheeling their cart up. Uh, they had a pretty good rig, but it just, it doesn't look like it was designed for enough speed to keep up with you guys. Uh, it looks like it was very good at breaking stuff. However, uh, as you guys have kind of walk up, uh, you see the father uh, sees you guys comes up and. Shakes, uh, shakes a couple of your guys' hand. Welcome to the church. Uh, I guess you guys are coming to thank the Windsoul for your victory today. Um, uh, first off, no, actually, uh, you know anything about curses? 
We're rather adept, yes, at curses. Okay, cool. So, uh, you know, this magic shit's kind of new to me. I'm going to keep it real with you, Chief. Um, <laughs> All right, well, Chris. His youth <laughs> <laughs> Such a young spirit. So, yeah, I may or may not be cursed right now. He's very and much so cursed. Need that to, you know, get removed. Okay. Um, I haven't dealt with much of this. Uh, I was told to find a cleric. Okay, yes. Um, or I guess they called him a magic doctor. I guess that is, I don't know. Yeah, uh, as you guys might understand, we don't see a lot of magical anomalies here. Well, you've got one chilling in your woods. In Imrith. Um, yeah, what is that creature, by the way? Uh, you know, it's mind reading. No, but what is woods. it? Like, what, any relations to it or anything? Oh, yet. Oh, you're figuring don't. that mm-hmm. out. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Also, when were you going to fill us in that you were cursed? Yeah, I just right. found it out, so, you know. Also, Winsoul, the uh, 25 gold I just gave them. For the holy water. Oh, thank you. Of course. Takes it, he puts it in a small little uh, tray, and, uh, well, why don't you all come on in, and we can take a more of a look at whatever this affliction yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys uh, head on inside, and you guys can see it's a, it's a very deco, open concept church. Uh, a lot of paintings, a lot of just free energy of uh, creativity put into it. Nothing is... Nothing is symmetrical. Everything is uh, unique in the way that you, uh, in which direction you look. A lot of painted ceilings, stained glass, and even the pews are like, uh, and he offers as you guys head inside, please find your seats. Um, why don't you come on and step up here? Geraldin, was it? Uh, yeah. All right. I remember seeing your name on the registry, so. As uh, he uh, leads you up, just go ahead and uh, show us the area that is. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's like right here. And he takes a look at your wrist, and he's uh, like, all right, that seems reasonable. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then, you know. Oh, um, yeah. it's following up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like uh, about that big yeah, Okay. So, uh, earlier, and I was like, oh, that's not really an issue. I can deal with that. Yeah. Forest rash sort of thing. You know, happens. Yeah, I mean, and you, then, you, you know, walk into Ivy, I get it. Yeah. And then, you know, it wasn't that. I was like, oh, wow. <clears throat> Oh, as you start to pull off more of your shirt, yeah, to show him the rest of the area, yeah, and he's like, "Oh, it's getting worse." Oh, okay, it is worse. You yeah. see, it is now spread down to your hip as well. Yeah. Now, as far as like the feeling goes, that's kind of going through you right now. It's just kind of a dull numbness, and on it, your fingertips still feel that sharp feeling of like needles in your fingers, but it's everything everywhere else is kind of numb and dull. Mm-hmm. As far as like any auditory or uh, visual things that are different to you at the current moment, you can see everything seems a little bit brighter, and like at the edges of your peripheral vision, it seems a little bit foggier. Hmm. Is just kind of how you're feeling okay. wise, and you have a very bad headache. This is all new. All right. Yeah. You, you know. Uh, yeah. You sit down, and he's like, uh, "Okay, uh, let me get." And he turns. Brother Samson, will you uh, grab the holy water? Uh, and you see he makes eye contact. Uh, you see he walks across the room and uh, it's quite, he walks up to you and he's like, you are a, practi- a practitioner? Yes. Have you any many dealings with... Yeah, I actually cured this last night. On whom was it afflicted? Uh, Crud, the boy you uh, mm. provide holy water for. Oh, this was your event last night, so the holy water took care of it? Mm-hmm. Nice, clean, simple. Okay. Well, it is a little late, 
or what I would presume to be a little bit of holy water to deal with it. I don't know. Honestly, Crud didn't look too much worse than him. Uh, you recall definitely Crud's was only isolated on his foot. Yes, but I also know that Crud's entire eyes were fogged over, so. Yeah. Well, uh, give and take. <laughs> yeah. Well, at the current moment, we might be able to put the holy water throughout him and run a ritual for it. I would be worried to say that he might need further treatment. He is kind of looks over at Veralden for a second, just kind of looks beyond you and looks at Veralden. He seems like he's doing okay at the moment, right? Don't know. He refuses to talk to me about it. And the rest of you, has he acted odd? Not any more strange than normal. I do at least know what the uh, the relation to the creature is that would help at all. I presume it couldn't hurt to know. Uh, I know it's a creature related to the god True Chaos. Where's the boy? Oh, he should be with Twig. We can go grab him. You were correct in assuming you can deal with the affliction of removing what is shown on him, but the insights on his mind might still not be taken care of. When you're dealing with enemy enemies like True Chaos, and I don't mean this, you did the right thing, what anyone would do here. If it is the enemy True Chaos, then we do have to find the source. Yeah, I believe that's in the woods, something about Veralden went to check in there, now it came back like this. I also think it's the thing causing mind fog in the village. Mind fog. Have you not been hearing about that? No. Interesting. Hmm. I think you should have a talk with your mayor at some point. But the Baron? Are you familiar? Or, yes, the Baron. Are you familiar with Twig? Yes, you know, no, yeah, Twig. Yes. Twig's she, mother. And I how see she, her running around here often. Yeah, and you know what happened to her mother? She went missing. Because of the mind fog. Eyes glazed over. Kind of just wanders into the woods. I'm usually informed about sickness. While the services are often open to everyone, I often do not see people from the side of town that I've seen Twig live on. I can't help but feel that is not necessarily the Baron's doing, but the counselors that mm. work with him. Well, I'll go grab Twig, and I'll let you try to uh, mitigate the damage with our friend here. Okay, um, yes, can you also... We should get Crud back, too. Sorry. I meant, like, the both of them together. Yes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes. Yeah, you... Uh, address. Yes. If you would come with me, since you are very fast. Of course. Wonderful. You, you both run off address notably so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is. Yeah. I got that 40-foot move speed. <sighs> What's the oil do? The two of you run out of there. Uh, you see the, the head of the church, the father, he walks up to you. And he's like, so how'd it go? Well, I've confirmed with your friends. Uh, you do have an affliction. It is a curse. Yes, yep, that's what I said. We are going to treat with holy water. That should deal with the markings that you've got on you. Yes, so? That should be able to cleanse it. It looks like you have been a, the aberration that has left this mark on you uh, is associated with true chaos. Cool, that's new. Uh, now, true chaos... It's creatures. Yeah, I don't know what that is, I'm going to be honest. True chaos is, in our world, we have the pantheons. If you know of any of the deities. Worship had dwindled in the past. There's like two, right? No, no, there's much there's, more. There's the untamed, and there's the Aldisair. Right, that's, that's the other one. Oh, I had it written down somewhere. <laughs> well, 
There's, there may be, I understand. Uh, yeah, I've heard some flakes of some yeah. smaller ones, like the Doomwing, but yeah, I don't really, there's... I don't think that one's all that, that real. Well, you have two pantheons of them. You have the Founders, and you have the Fallen. The Founders, of course, mm-hmm. being, like you mentioned, the Aldisair, the Untamed, you have yeah, yeah. the Soul Forger, God of the Doors. Okay, that sounds like you're making things up now. Oh, I'm really not. The Golden Doctrine? Shimmer Drake. Uh-huh. Next you're gonna tell me what? The the flashy tits? <laughs> God of lust or some shit? Brazen Storm. Night Vizier. You haven't heard of any of these. No. But they are real. <laughs> no, they really it's really okay. Uh-huh. I mean you know the wind soul. I I thought it was the Solaire. That's God the of the Sun. In. The wind soul. The church you are in now. I thought it was the wacky Solaire. God of the Sun. Who taught you about deities no one i did there's the untamed come to church the eldest <laughs> i do church i do i go to the untamed gatherings every every week i bet you're one of those ones every that week modern yoga things uh i mean it's not really my thing but like i taught it a couple times <laughs> it's quite relaxing i have to but that was that was for the paycheck i'm really I, the i'm really good things. at goat yoga if you want to learn goat yoga the fee is pretty high, though. Listen, though. there's a wall over there we could do well, it. Well, those are the founders. You also have <laughs> the fallen. The fallen are the gods you generally have to worry about. They're the ones that didn't really connect with the world when it all came together. Those like true chaos. True chaos being one, a malevolent being of anything you could think of a rational decision for, throw it out the window. Like if, you, if you're like, well, I'm going to wake up and have. No. What you're gonna have, you don't know what you're gonna have. I'm I'm gonna I, I'm gonna follow. True chaos? No, 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 like what you're saying. <laughs> okay. So true chaos is like the untamed in the manner that they are both deities. Uh-huh. True chaos generally gets a lot of worship in from people that don't want the best for the realm. Now who determines what's the best for the realm that is yeah, yeah, subjective, but I, I get what you're I get what you're laying down. But you have other deities too. The Spore Tender, the Goddess of Decay, the Lonely Lord. Well, a very malevolent one. You have the Falsehood, the very over the top, endless ooze. Okay, hold up. <laughs> nope, don't worry. Don't worry about it. There is a cult about them. They want to drain the ocean. It's, it wouldn't happen it's to. It's as wacky as it sounds. It wouldn't happen to be related to goblins, would it? The endless ooze? Yeah. I've no. I don't know of any goblins that worship the endless ooze personally, but. That one might be real. As you also have dissension, which is just the devil. Uh, oh, like in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, I get you. Out, yes, written just Oh, I dissension. get it. It was a... Fuck, what's the word? Metaphor? Not a metaphor. When, when they write the book, like Animal Farm for the Cold a War. Satire. No, not satire. Allegory? Well, allegory. Farm was allegory. Yeah. The Bible was an allegory for the dissension. For the dissension. I get you. Yes. Yeah. Written by... I'm working on it. Matthias. M-A-T-E-S. Before he, was, before he was burnt by the dragon. <laughs> Look, I'm sure his death was quick and painless. I actually met Matthias. Matthias. I never yeah. got to meet Matthias. No, you didn't. It's a little disappointing. We could have had such good talks about yeah. the Bible. But then you also have the Doomwing. As one of the fallen, um, a Doomwing. You're gonna tell me the Doomwing's real? Yes, the Doomwing is real. There's a cult. Yeah, 
about them. There's a cult for everything. Has seen me perform smites. Listen, I don't necessarily think these deities are all good or all evil. I will also include, however, that they are what they are and they do exist. People get power from right, these right. beings. All right. Some of them are real, but uh, some of those... Oh, I don't know, Chief. I mean, all if right, you Chris. have an encounter with them, you have an encounter with them. We'll... Yeah, yeah. It's like, true chaos, okay. Soul tender? It's sport tender. Uh, I don't know about that one, Chief. <laughs> yeah, soul tender is not real. Sport tender is the... Yeah, sport tender. Soul forger is also another one. I think you just what, mixed them up. What, spore forger? Like, make mushrooms for people to If you want up. to learn more about yeah. them, you sorry, can... Sorry, sorry, continuing. True chaos, essentially, the beings it creates, when you are hurt by them, they can bind to you. They live in a realm not connected to ours. And ways into it, if they've found their way here, they can use us as outlets to get other beings of chaos here. Interesting. What does that mean? Well, in- it's been... it's. Think of it like this. I've had a lot of religious texts that I've been delving over for the past for the past several months uh-huh. because they make more sense now. I've believed a few years before, but once magic came back and the gods returned, I mean, all those books that kind of seemed like gibberish made a lot more sense. But at the same time, when you're referring to these beings, it's hard to truly understand their purpose and what what them trying to get others into the realm. Wait a second. You're saying gods are magic? They're connected to it. Huh. Quick quick interjection real quick. Um, well, Ithquan's running to go pick up Twig and Crud. Uh, he thinks back to what the, uh, the priest said about um, not having heard of the mind fog. Yeah. Uh, and he's starting to question if the priest was lying. He's going to like really mull over that. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'll let Thinking you... Thinking over the thing, maybe try to have determined if the man was lying to me in that moment about the mind fog. Yeah, I mean, maybe a hindsight realization, yeah, if, like... if he is. You can roll a insight check. Mulling over it. It's the way he said it. That is a 16. A 16. You didn't necessarily hear insane deception in his voice. Like, you didn't... He wasn't sweating or anything. He was... He seemed genuinely worried, too. Okay. So, as you're kind of running, looking for crud, you worry about it for a second, and then you kind of put it at ease a little bit. It, this man is performing. Man did create. Just double checking before I bring back. I mean, I can create. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, before I bring back uh, the boy who was touched by a true chaos to maybe a servant of true chaos. <laughs> Presuming he's yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't think yeah, you don't think of him to be a servant of true chaos. He was too polite. Okay. Yeah, true chaos guys, they're known for their rudeness. They are known for their rudeness <laughs> or politeness. Until they're not. <laughs> exactly. Immediately he starts being rude to you. <laughs> Damn. You can see on your body it the tinge, I feel a tinge and it spread a little bit. And um your vision kind of goes dark for a moment. And Plato, you watch as you see Veralden step and take a few steps or step up off the thing he's sitting on and walk a couple paces towards the door and then stop and then you realize you're standing. Oh, hey. So I'm going to assume, you know, fog in the mind. Huh? Huh? <laughs> what What are you doing? I don't know. You see the father walks up to you. Are you okay? He checks if you're okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> he checks if Plato's okay, yeah? No, I feel, I feel normal. I don't notice any strange pulsing red veins upon me. Oh, that's good. 
I'm under the impression we're going to have to deal with whatever's in the forest at some point. I mean, I was already planning on it, but you know. Uh, well, I, well, that was what I was saying, is the source at which might have afflicted this to you, or yeah. whomever might have been afflicted, yeah. it doesn't necessarily leave based on... We, yes, while heat using holy water can treat the pain from these symptoms... Think it's of it as a, there's an water. extra step. Your friend was right and your friend was right in treating it with holy water. But the mind is also something that is afflicted as well. And the only way we can do this is severing the source that's, that's afflicting it. Okay. All right. So we should go uh, kick its teeth in. Yeah. How do we find this thing? You didn't have any luck. No, no, anything. I found it. Did you, you found where it's at. Yeah, I found where it's at. You don't know where it's at, where it's at. I, I found it's like nest, whatever. Yes. You know, the about area. Of yeah, it's like I could walk thing. us there and we'd find it. Okay. Probably. Address, Ithquant. The two of you are heading across the town pretty quickly. You get onto the ferry, toss the ferryman a copper again. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, all right, see you on there. And uh, send you on your way. Um, I've never mentioned this guy's name's Guns Blazing. Um and you guys head across to the other side. Good question. Mm-hmm. Where can I go and get copper? Uh, you could probably go to one of the merchants and just kind of exchange a gold piece for a couple for, for enough copper. As they empty their copper tills. Uh, you guys get to the other side and get to the uh, staple where uh, Crud and uh, Twig have made it or have been for a couple, a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys get inside and see Twig and Crud sitting up at the top where their beds are in the loft of the uh, stable. Twig, Crud, you, you're coming with us. <clears throat> what? <clears throat> Why? We, uh, uh, the father at the church has, or the priest of the church has uh, directed us to take Crud there in order to maybe check on him again in case there's something still wrong with him. Mm-hmm. But he's acting fine. Yes, but true chaos works in mysterious ways. You can come. I, I encourage you to come to it, but you don't technically have to. Okay. Well, I mean, no, I trust you guys will take Crud over there. I, I was just going to rest after. I mean, I haven't. Uh, we mm, have the dinner in a few hours. Yeah, yeah we you? do, but uh, you're still coming with us because I'm not leaving you here in this barn alone. Yeah. And oh. weren't you also saying either yesterday or a couple of days ago that you were hearing some voice? Was I there for that? I believe that was a private conversation. Yeah, with okay, it never mind. <laughs> but okay. regardless, I'm not right. leaving Twig here alone. That's because fair. we left Crud here alone, and that didn't work out well. right. So, uh, oh, oh, I see. Yeah, more uh, so facto. Yeah, yeah, you don't want me to. Yeah. All right. Okay. Just let's go. Being safe. Yeah. I mean, I guess it is weird. I have heard some voices recently. Yeah, that's a little. Mm, well, what kind of voices? Weird. Well, that's well, not that weird. I hear voices voice. sometimes. Okay. Mm. Well, you now that's a little weird. What voices are weird to hear? Uh, well, so if a god calls out to you and is like, you should kill all evil, then you should follow that voice because it means you're being led down a righteous and holy path. That almost just sounds like it's the voice in your own head. No, I'm pretty sure that's my god. <laughs> <laughs> Character quirk. Ithquan thinks his, the voice in his head is his god. Mm. I should kill them. Up for Thank debate. you, god. <laughs> Good, Jeffrey. Now kill them all. <laughs> Thanks, Jesus. <laughs> Let's go. Yes, you guys Quickly. head back outside of the. I will carry. You hold crud. He's a little cold. Hmm. He doesn't seem to be acting more, but his 
body temperature wise, he just feels Does he a feel cold, cold to you. Yes. Okay. Is he like acting normally? He looks like he's like, yeah. 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 How are his eyes looking? A little like a couple of the blood vessels have bursted in his eyes. Okay. So that's All a right. little weird. Yeah. Not good. Oh boy. Why are his eyes so red? <sighs> he was really stressed about us winning the race. I imagine. I don't know. Is that like a, about do you guys all. have red eyes when you get stressed? Is that a thing humans There's do? There's a good chance that blood vessels pop when you get too stressed. I don't. You have. I don't understand. It's the little demons that live inside your eyes. Hmm. Is that wait? A you thing? have demons in your eyes? Well, everyone Can does. I, I need to, everyone I, does. I don't. I don't think I That's do. That's what the witch doctor said. It all yeah, the little no. things in your eyes. I I'm pretty confident I don't have things in my eyes. What you don't have eye demons. Just like the little things that live on your eyebrows. What are eyebrows? The little monsters. These things, the things uh, right here, right here uh, as I point to my eyebrows. So those are demons as well? No, they're not. Okay. No, there's things that live on them that are demons. No, they're not. We're going to the church and we're, we're going, going to, to the, the father about the demons. Just germs? What else? <laughs> there are actually little mites that live in your, on your skin like that. You guys head back. And yeah, and there's demons in your eyeballs. Jimmy. They're important for maintaining your microbiome. Everyone knows this. <laughs> From inside, uh, yeah, from just inside Plato, uh, you, essentially the father and his acolytes have gotten you kind of holding a little sponge and you're, you're basically scrubbing the area with holy water on Veralden. Okay. Kind of like a sponge bath. Yeah, like a sponge bath. All right. We're going to get this, this stuff off of you. Oh, <laughs> thanks. You have a very tight. Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> oh, hello. Twinkle the swords. <laughs> why, why, why? Why does Wig have to look away? They're just washing each other. Get the fuck out of here! What the hell? <laughs> oh, hey guys. I don't know. They were making strange noises. Twig walks away for a second. It could be Are a strenuous going? activity. Okay, if it's like, okay, is he like mostly like... Yeah, you, you basically up. sponge the stuff off of him. Okay, okay. Dress yourself. I'd put my shirt back on. All right, Twig. <laughs> the Twig heads back in. I put my cloak back it's on. It's the human body. There's nothing to be scared of. I don't know. You guys have demons in your eyes. We... I don't know. Speaking what- of which, uh, what's the name of the priest? I actually I've only ever called him the father of the church. So oh, his okay. Name- so you have been calling him father. I'm not crazy. No, the father of the church is named. I will actually go with David. His name is David. All right, David. Of what church? Father David of the wind soul. Of the wanky soul air. <laughs> father David. Uh, do you have demons in your eyeballs? Is that a thing all humans do? It's one of our... There's a witch doctor in town. His name's Tolka. He thinks there's demons everywhere in people's eyes. and Okay, good, because I was worried I was going to have to kill my friends to get rid of the demons. Well, that's the problem. It'd be in everyone's, even yours. I don't have... Where? Wouldn't demons have only come back like a couple of months ago? Yes, it's a new theory. Uh, but, but, But where? In the eyes. In you? Where in my eyes? Your blood. Not just your eyes. I don't understand. The witch well, doctor's crazy and doesn't know what he's talking that's about. That's what I'm okay. saying. Yes. It's just, he tells the information to little kids and little kids take it home. Either point. way, here's crud. <laughs> crud points to the blood vessels in his eyes for the first, no, no, and he's like, I don't have yeah. those red lines. What is that? <laughs> and uh, Twig's like, I'm telling you, it's demons. <laughs> you see, he uh, picks up crud, sits him next to Veralden. He looks at you. Oh, he makes eye contact with you, and he—you see his—he's got a pop blood vessel in his eye. I go to touch Feralden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I like the silence. <laughs> <laughs> is he cold? He's a little cold. You can't tell. Yeah, I can't. But he is a little mm-hmm. cold. I think they have the same thing. You see, uh, 
the father, uh, Father David, as I told Veraldin, you have essentially one major option. You find whatever it is and take care of it. That's fine. with well, we're killing it anyways. Done. Also, you wouldn't happen to know. So I, I'm aware it's not a fiend, undead, or celestial. Is it any other type of creature? I yes, I, I've. I think I've narrowed it down. If it's a being of true chaos, generally it is related to that of an aberrant being. Mm-hmm. Now there are many types of uh, types of beings that exist, just like us humanoids or humans, people, if you yes. would, uh, like fiends. Yes, um, you see, there are several different categories of creatures that exist. I, as we've defined in in our in archives. If you want to know really more about them, there's a large record area in the city of Orn that seems to be recovering a lot of this information, repurposing it to re-educate a lot of the system on, a lot of the realm on what some of this stuff is. You said it was an aberration? I believe it is an aberration. There's about 17 types of creatures that ex- exist. Ooh. Human, like humanoids being one of them, but like you have... You have I only know like, of seven. You can only think of seven. Yeah. Well, they have including dragons. humanoids. Dragons are one of them. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's honestly a little. I get them in celestials mixed up sometimes. Uh, I guess the mm-hmm. yes, uh, but there are seventeen of them. Is that supposed to trigger something in Plato? Or <clears throat> it just makes them happy. <laughs> Number seventeen. Oh. Yeah. Nice. I did that specifically for that, and I was like, <laughs> I wonder if he'll catch his own fun fact. <laughs> I'm just curious if there's actually seventeen now. I don't know. They're canonically is now. I have to come up with some. <laughs> or maybe you have to get rid of some. Nope. 17. <laughs> well, some number so of why I have to get rid of yeah. some and, bro- and put them together? 17 what? Creature types. Uh, I don't know the number, but... Including um, cringe, epic, and... There's 14. You have to come up with three. Oh, and I also know of nine. <laughs> shit. I have to come up with three of them. Oh, God. Okay, I'll do that as well. <laughs> <laughs> three new creature types, boys. Let's go. Gibber. One day we'll have. Like, you have to let Chris know so he can uh, change his favorite enemy if he wants to. Oh, that's true. Uh, I want I'm to already going to add Gibber Grabber. Gibber well. Grabbers are their own creature type. Oh, okay. okay. That's fair. Like second fun fact was that he saw a UFO, so maybe there's aliens. Aliens are their own. That would yeah. be Does, extraterrestrial. Uh, yeah. Do yeah. my <laughs> spells that provide protection from uh, creatures of certain types potentially include any of those new three? Oh, your new your protection mm-hmm. spells? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you have protection from aliens. It's like, can I include Gribber Gabbers? <laughs> you, just, you just put the little tinfoil hat yeah, on. Protection shoot, from extra. They shoot the laser and it's just like... <laughs> you got spirits, aliens, and goons. Yeah. It's undead. Yeah. Oh, yeah, goons, goons is the last creature. Okay, so we got goons, aliens, and Gribber Gabbers. Goons, yes. you can never be born a goon. Yeah, you, you have, have to, to acquire the... Like... Ideally, when we hit level twenty, we all gain the creature type goon. Yeah, it's like a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. I'll put, uh, I'll put, I'll put gribber grabbers under uh, protection from evil and good. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, you don't want your gear stolen. Exactly. Yes, of the seventeen types of creatures that exist out there, I can list all of them off another time. There are ones called aberrations, generally referred to as. They're beings created of this chaos, and they're generally tied by some means to their plane of existence, and how they get here is through wild occurrences. Now, if one is here, it can manipulate others to bring more of it to the realm. At least that is what studies have recently said. Now, the extent of their power is unfortunately hard to tell. I do not, I do not know for, for sure. And so 
I do urge caution. There is a dinner later, and I want you guys to at least see it to it that you you get to see you do your speech. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I took sixth place, and you know, I I would have much wanted to give a speech in honor of the church. That's okay. Togo get the speech. Yes. So even if we don't come back, a thirteen-year-old girl will give the. I was the plan all along. She's, yes. Yeah, yeah. She's team captain. Of course. She's been. She gets the speech. She's been readying herself for this moment for thirteen years. I would merely talk about uh, how we need to get rid of all fiends and demons and purify the world of evil. Okay, so we're going to, yeah, we're definitely going to, uh, we're going to let that little girl give the speech. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, before we leave, though, uh, can I have uh, some holy water? Yes, uh, the church does accept reasonable donations to yeah. its cause for... Donate. Mummy. <sighs> Address, you don't you don't care about donating. I'll oh, give twenty five gold. Yes, <laughs> good sport. <laughs> it's so he's so greedy. <laughs> I like always the polite. I'm the only guy. one who uses equipment. <laughs> Actually, all things considered, like I think expense wise, Plato will be the most expensive at some point. Oh really? Out of necessity or choice? Spells. Adding spells to his spell book. Yeah. Oh, that's in- Implies that he finds spells. That's true too. He has already found some. I still gotta get that orb, right? The orb? Weren't you looking for an orb that's like a hundred gold pieces or something, like oh. a diamond? For what? True. That's a also spell. only a one-time expense. What oh, spell do I fair. need that for? Agnazar. Like some, like some form of like. Oh. Oh, we're doing that. Oh, like man. an orb of color. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get that to cast a spell. Oh, you have some. You literally just got a hundred. <laughs> Well, what am I going to find an orb from? The orb store. <laughs> <gasps> There's a man who has things. Yes. Oh. There's a man with and things. And guess what? We have a discount. On you know his what? Speed of which. Oh, yeah. 94 gold. 93 gold. Why? Splitting the stuff that was I was over. giving my... Well, yeah, and then you get minus whatever off of it. I was just... I already used number. that income to pay for the holy water and it gave gotcha. the rest. So subtract 25 and then the rest goes to twig. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I'm assuming we're going to go and fight this stuff, but as soon as we get downtime, uh, I think we should go to Tannis's place. Well, <clears throat> that's kind of the other question. I don't know about y'all, but I kind of exhausted myself in that race. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can fight. So we could take like a one hour nap. I might be. That's not going to do much for me. Really? Really? I will let you, with a, with a good one hour nap, mm-hmm. I will let you restore Two spell slots. Oh, yeah, I'll take it. Also, give Twig uh, another 50 gold. Um, Another 50? Okay. Yeah, like, that, I'm that, not, that's for me. Ha- I'm not a full caster. I don't get some spell slots back on a short rest, so... uh, Alright, yeah, you basically... You guys take a one-hour rest as um, you sit there and recuperate from running all... Essentially, you know, it's like you ran a marathon in the morning. You're just like, I just want to chill for the day. But you yeah. guys are like, we have something better, go bigger f- to do. Yeah. Um, throughout the course of this hour, um, you guys see a couple weird things transpire between Crud and Veralden. Unknowingly, Veralden, you start murmuring. About? <laughs> oh, whatever. You saying something? Yeah. Yeah. Just remembering stuff about the past. Just gonna, and 
every once in a while you'll hear hang in there you hear you'll you'll see crud um you see he'll walk to the door check the door and then walk back good crud stay here hmm. uh, he does turn the handle though but i imagine you guys just intervene every once in a while yeah you know that's a good question i'm gonna use divine sense real quick is this place affected by the hollowed spell the area you're in right now mm-hmm. no the bar the the sorry the stable is is not affected by oh i thought hollow. we were at the church Oh, oh, if you got, sorry, sorry. I thought you guys had, would have headed back. No, but, I want to okay, keep yeah. Crud and Twig at the church. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, if you guys are at the church. No, no, the church is not affected from the hollow spell. The hollow okay. spell requires really potent magic to create. and uh, Additionally, not people. Uh, not are there people. any celestial fiends or undead within 60 feet? <laughs> well read. <laughs> yeah, We're very consistent with that one. I mean, we'll know when it happens. <laughs> There yeah. does not appear to be any celestial fiends or undead at right. the current moment. Of this the place three is of pretty mundane. Creature types. <laughs> that is a kicker, though. You have noticed that this place is pretty mundane. You've noticed that, yes, while the father of the church did not know a whole lot about what was going on with um, Mind Fog, he didn't seem to have a great understanding about the people afflicted of it all. But as you guys have like finished the event and stuff, there hasn't been a large production of like people doing magic either other than your very short stint experience now people don't seem to be all that unwelcoming of it but it doesn't seem like it's widely used by people and doesn't seem to be widely talked about either speaking of short extent joey are you gonna did you ever tell or did uh plato ever Mm -hmm. tell everyone or anyone about tanis um because i only know him as astora I guess he'd probably just keep it to himself. Yeah. I'm just yeah. curious. Which is fine. Short rested. Okay. Yeah, you guys finish up taking your short rest. Um, when you guys finish, Veralden, you notice your uh, hand yeah. is shaking by the end of it. And it like your fingers move a little bit when you don't expect them to. Yeah, I think we should go deal with this thing. Yep. All right, let's go. Let's, uh, <clears throat> Veralden. Let me know when we get about, I don't know, uh, a minute or so away from the location. Okay. Ithquan. Yeah. Are you capable of getting a rash? Is that a thing that What's can happen to What's a rash? To Points to Veralden. Cursed? Uh, you what? know, I might be, but I think my, like, holy energies ward that kind of stuff off. I think it's mainly because scales. Hey, Atris. Yes? What if I just get some poison well, ivy just- and we test it? We could. You guys wake up and start walking, uh, walking towards the forest briskly. You, uh, you know that you've got the dinner. In, a, in several hours, you'll have, ideally, if you can take, nip the problem in the butt, you can... Uh, the fight won't take longer than 10 minutes. Right. <laughs> Some would say it won't take longer than a minute. <laughs> if, uh, I mean, it could. It could. It's rare. But it won't take longer than 10 minutes. Uh, and if it does, are, we're dead. People out there listening, Dungeons & Dragons combat rounds usually last about six to seven seconds each. So, uh, And a fight typically takes no more than 10 rounds. Yeah. Unless they're really We don't like those fights. Everyone's we really swinging. don't like those fights. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, I'll roll some No one wants a combat that's going to last two hours. <laughs> Unless it's a juicy combat. That's so many a lot of you head out to the forest. You guys can see the town starts to give away as um, you cross the forest tree line. And it's in the winter season. Uh, it's not that the grass or anything isn't there. The trees still hold their leaves. It's just a bunch of dry weather. So it is a crunch when you walk most places. And- oh, just a heads up. It will like read your mind and shit. 
Okay. I, I, I know I mentioned that earlier, but like, you know, keep that in mind. Hmm. <laughs> in <It'll>, mind? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, you take one point of damage. <laughs> oh, don't be like that. Tomato damage? What was yeah, it? tomato damage. <laughs> Embarrassment damage. Tomato damage. Now sometimes. that's a callback. I, oh my god, I, re- I didn't realize how big of a callback that was. <laughs> To everyone listening, having no idea what oh, yeah. we're talking well, about. Yeah, that, was embarrassment damage? that was before was that, me? That was before you, That was man. Curse of Strahd, right? Yeah, when Jeez. we ran Curse of Strahd a long time ago. Ooh, our first ever oh, D&D yeah. thing. Yeah. Shit, has been Fuck a long time. Okay, let's uh, get back to our assignment. Reckon their day. Six years ago. You, uh, Don't worry, Alec. You guys there. feel the crunch of the leaves beneath your feet as you're walking into this forest. Of Rowden, you're following your tracks that you had previously followed to a T specifically, yeah. mainly because it was ingrained in your mind as you don't even really understood the the capacity of every, everything that went down when you're out there. You just yeah. watched the forest to make make sure whatever it was didn't come back. Yeah, I was like, you got gotta watch. Actually, all of you guys can make just kind of general perception checks. I want to. Are we nearby for Elden? Uh, are we a minute out? You guys are probably about like 10 minutes away from the area that you... We're still 10 minutes. Just, still a little bit. Seven. Uh, the type of check would be a perception check. I'm just going to say no. <laughs> your ears ring in. Your, your yeah. ears ringing. Your eyes are fuzzy. I'm um, too busy uh, focusing on the prayer that I need to cast. Play though. Uh, 10. Not too bad. Not too bad. I mean... You got a five. Okay. So, um, you guys are very preoccupied on other things at the current moment as you're walking. You're all kind of, you're all kind of thinking probably about like crud, how crud's doing, but even Veralden too, like everyone seems a bit out of sorts. Borovic even was even unconscious from the, from being cold. So I mean, right. you got him on We left him too. to watch Twig and Crud and like, yeah. are they, is it more Twig and Crud are watching Borovic? Or is Borovic watching Twig and Crud? And you know, it's, you know, it's Twig Wait and Wait a Crud. second. Why did we leave Borovic to watch the kids? <laughs> After Didn't we learned our left lesson last time? Ah, oh, no. What? I don't know what we're talking With about. The dwarfins. Oh, what about dwarfins? Yeah, he does not have a good. They're not dwarfins. dwarfins they're, just, they're just orphans. They're not dwarfins. It's fine. I don't know okay. anything yeah, about that, dwarfins. That's or orphans. Um, Adris is trying to keep his mind completely empty so it cannot be read. <laughs> He's focusing really hard on those. Yes. Right? He's like mm. empty. <laughs> My mind is empty. Yeah, uh, I will. I know that's what you're but focusing your on. Empty. I don't expect it to have any actual impact. It's just an explanation for why he has such a shit perception. If your mind's empty, doesn't that leave room for the monster to fill it? <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, meditation is actually the idea of open, like freeing your mind of thoughts. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really appropriate yeah, here. So I would actually like you to roll for that. Oh, like, it's not an easy thing to do. So I'll have you roll a um, he have advantage because he's a monk. I would. He's going to have advantage because he's done it his whole life. He's going to yeah, roll wisdom check. Eighteen. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, so you're so you've stilled your mind. You're in a. You're in this moment of just feeling the senses around you as you walk. I, you're completely unperceptive at all. Unfortunately, though, because don't need to be. You're just taking in the moment of just walking and just experiencing the things in front of you. Besides, they're they're going to spot anything anyways, right? He, you let that doubt into your mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you break you you break your uh, and then you have to reset yourself yeah. as you break your meditation to having doubt. <laughs> Basically meditate on your way out there. And the remainder of the group is all caught up in their own heads too, or thinking of other things, and no one actually is keeping an eye on the road. Or enough to enough on the road to get there, but not enough on the way to keep an eye out, if you would. Um 
And with that in mind, you guys begin to close in on about a minute away from the area. Cool. I stop and I make a prayer. I bless Veralden. Uh, I'm going to cast protection from evil and good on him. Ooh. Nice. To dissuade whatever currently afflicts him and <clears throat> prevent any future afflictions. Yeah, what does that spell do? Uh, uh, until the spell ends, one willing creature you touch is protected against certain types of... What if I'm of- unwilling? Are you unwilling? <laughs> um, certain types of creatures. Aberrations, celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, undead. Uh, only only six of the uh, 17. Mm. Uh, these, uh, the protection grants several benefits. Creatures of those types have disadvantage on attack rolls against the target. The target also can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. If the target is already charmed, frightened, or possessed by such a creature, the target has advantage on any new saving throws against the relevant effect. Okay. I, okay. That's okay. really good, actually. Um, very rare that does that spell get cast anymore, but it's very helpful here. Yes. Um, I was like, I'll mage armor up, too. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. You would have. <laughs> you put on your mage armor. You pull it out of your backpack. It's light armor, so it takes about five minutes oh. to put on. Uh. What, so I, we've said it probably a few times before. What? Actually, we might not have yet. I don't think we've gone into a situation with combat before on, on here yet, other than just like a small wrestle match. But yeah. what is mage armor? So people know mage armor. Oh yeah, it's a spell, a first level. Um, I can target myself or someone that I can touch, and it. Uh, Gives me an armor class of 13 plus my dexterity score bonus. So it gives you a, a good bump of protection. Just yes. makes it harder to hit you as you've got this magical ward around you. Yes. Varowlin, you feel uh, radiant warmth engulf you as uh, I cast my spell upon you. You're, you're, you're starting to glow a little bit and any of the uh, aches and sores that might be coming from your affliction start to like slowly meander off. As a matter of fact, it's just numb. Well, then you maybe start feeling things. Yeah, you start <laughs> feeling like, again. You have to confront your feeling. God damn it. <laughs> you have emotions now. Sorry. He punches a hole through your mental wall. <laughs> Walls up, rock down. Let's go. <laughs> uh, you guys have taken this moment to prepare. And as you are unprivy to the knowledge around you of the current environment, whatever was here or is here seems to have found you guys. As you guys all begin to hear this weird whisper in your heads. We're at walking. I'm casting armor of Agnes as well. Okay. You reach to the ground, pull out this energy from it, and this glisten of a red aura just shrouds your body. <laughs> this golden aura showers your body. You get a golden shower. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, no, uh, just the cold air, like... Because it's, it's winter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cold air just kind of starts swirling around me. Okay. And as you guys, you realize whatever this entity is, has gotten the drop on you guys. Um, when it is too late in this moment, you guys see just around you, there are these strands above you in the treetops that at first glance look like branches, but they actually appear to be these long strands of that red goo that you guys had saw, or that bile-looking stuff, and it is hanging up above you guys. Mm. And you could kind of see, as you guys have gotten to the entrance of where this is, um, it's like this gigantic bile net. Mm. You see, it releases... It's like burning the branches of the tree, and they release down from above you. Basically, this bile net is falling from above you guys towards the lot of you. 
as this thing is prepared, but you guys hear this whispering in your ears as you have approached. And it starts talking about a lot of your guys' insecurities right off the man, mm-hmm. right off the bat. But um, it seems to be very general statements. And specifically you, address, it seems to be more just like ensuing doubt in your mind. By that, you just like hear these whispers being like, you skipped leg day again. <laughs> Gaining weight. On the- Gaining muscle. <laughs> Bad muscle. You know anything about muscles? I'm too much fat. Or I don't have any muscles. You weird, have weird like creature. <laughs> you see, Adris is just whispering back now. Just <laughs> uh, are you okay? Uh, and then, yeah, you guys, you keep hearing these like constant negative assurances to you that just kind of that kind we're of uh, overshadow depression. you. Yeah, huh? I said we're fighting depression. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, uh, yeah, Ithquant, you can feel like the, you're gonna fail. Oh. Yeah, you're going to fail your quest. You're going to let your I'm father, your my clan, dad there. everyone down. <laughs> but you hear your dad's voice as this goes through. It's just like, you'll never be better at this, son. You're a failure. Oh, classic dad. <laughs> and you're like, oh, he's saying good things. And he's like, and then he says the real kicker, I'm proud of you. No! <laughs> You've achieved all you can. Now you can come lead the clan. I've plateaued. <laughs> There's no more going higher for you. You've reached yeah. the peak. Oh, look. We have a little brother for you now. <laughs> How is that even possible? As uh, then, like, the whole things that hit you are, uh, is it, you hear him start saying things about, like, time for you to settle down. I don't want to. And, yeah, Play-Doh. Oh, um, we don't need to do Play-Doh. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't need to do Play-Doh. Well, we don't need to hit everyone? <laughs> no. Why would we everyone? Your Play-Doh, favorite number um, isn't 17. <laughs> you hear Bucky in your head, but you think he might be just in your backpack talking uh-huh. to you, too. And you just hear him go, like, actually, I don't know if you were supposed to be the chosen one. I think it's actually, they, I think they got your name wrong. It's, you, and he references back to one of the other kids in your village that bullied you. It's, uh, his name was Derek. Like I think it was Derek. Derek was the guy that was supposed to be the uh, the one that's supposed to be the apprentice to great apprentice, if you would. Oh, what? I like rip my bag on the ground and I'm like, Bookie flies up. He's like, what is it? What is it? <laughs> As you don't like, Bookie seems very confused. Uh-huh. Um, and you guys all kind of look from above you. As this big net is falling, uh-huh. um, you guys, everyone make dexterity saving throws. You can willingly fail it to try to give other people advantage, but you will. Essentially, I will let you fail the check to grab the net and let other people duck and roll out of the way with advantage, but that just gives them advantage. Anybody want to... And you will fail if you grab it. I'm going to fail anyways. I'll just give everyone advantage. Okay. Okay. I have a negative one. I'm going to bite the bullet. (laughs) So we all get advantage as you see... Better fucking pass. (laughs) (laughs) I got it. You better, but... Now, hold on. Did you just roll two of those? One was a four, so... <laughs> oh, I thought you just rolled two ones. And with my modifier... Did you all fail? I got, <laughs> I got an 18, uh, okay, but that was on the I first just, day I rolled. I rolled two fives on the dice. I just rolled <laughs> <laughs> You guys are awful. Y'all are all distracted by the voices I told y'all not to get distracted by. I was, I was by. picking up my bag of things after I'd I threw everything on I the have, you know, I saved everyone, except I didn't, I guess. You did your best. <laughs> It was a noble effort, and for that I will reward an inspiration point. Oh, I'll take it. (laughs) You gotta give us something, man. (laughs) (laughs) That fucking sucks, guys. (laughs) 
Oh yes, the five and the, the first four. Combat where the whole party dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, we're gonna have a lot of these. <laughs> and it's not because we're bad. It's just the dice really hate us. That's yeah. zero number eight. <laughs> <laughs> so Hi my guys, guy's name I'm is Squatch. Jory. <laughs> He's from uh, New Jersey. My name's Drowland. <laughs> my name's Badris. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm Ithquant Junior. <laughs> The little brother. Yeah. <laughs> this campaign takes place as the little brother of Ithquad was born. Uh, okay, so the as you guys uh, see this bile net fall from ab- above, uh, Ithquad, in that moment you make a very quick decision. You're like, I'm not rolling out of the way of this, especially when my father's telling me I plateaued. I have to show him I'm better than that. And you, you I can take up, any damage. <laughs> you reach up and grab the uh, grab the net that's falling towards you. <laughs> Uh, immediately, if you've fallen under this net, you will get the restrained condition. Yeah. Fun. Um, which the restrained condition, so you all know, uh, your speed becomes zero, and it can't benefit from any bonus to speeds, and your attack rolls against creatures have uh, against you have advantage, and your attack rolls have disadvantage. And then the creature has, or you also I have disadvantage to- on dexterity saving throws. Yep. Um, which is just a bunch of checks that we all know what they mean, and uh, people will learn if they don't know. Uh, okay, so as uh, you guys hear those voices in your head and you see this big elast, like this acidic net falls on you, um, who all failed the check, which I didn't tell you the DC, which was which was a modest 13. I failed. Everyone but I Rowden. Uh, Rowden killed it. Yeah, yeah I rolled. Rowden, you, after warning the group to dodge out of the way and roll away, uh, you see this large net come down and you move out of the way and you see everyone seems to be caught up in their own heads for a second as uh, as it falls down and hits on all of them uh you all take eight points of acid damage the net will be taking five points of cold damage the net takes five points of cold damage which is which is actually enough to sever the location that you were at awesome You, Does that mean I'm no longer restrained? Yeah, you're not restrained. <laughs> I'll take it. Your armor protects you from it. Uh, the cold mist disappears as it lashes out at the net. Yeah, right. Essentially, it it freezes the net as it comes out. It burns you and then freezes, and then you just crunch through it. Um, uh, did <clears> I take any damage from that? Actually, rolling out of the way, you take no damage from this effect. Hype. Uh, as you guys kind of see, whatever <clears> it was that had prepared this trap for you begins to lurch out of it. And now we will roll a... That was a surprise round, and so we will go into the actual combat round. Here we and go. So we will roll an initiative. Roll the first initiative of the session, unfortunately. Oh! We cannot be here. All right. Plato has an initiative of... Go back to those cards. 22. <laughs> 22. Yes. Five. I got a... Uh... Six, but also because of my subclass, it can't be surprised. I don't know if that gives me any bonus or not. I, oh, at any case, you would have. Sorry, that's that's my bad. No, that's um, fine. Um, yeah, I guess I would have been. A, I should have said it was a surprise. Ripple advantage. He already had advantage. A, we'll say in this well, one case. That's because I gave it. To yeah, we'll say in this one case you couldn't have been surprised, but yeah, since you were meditating, you forego that. No, that's ripple advantage. I, it's a we'll thing. It no, yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> It's, yeah, it's, it's not, not a thing. It is a thing. You can take a feat. <laughs> what feat? Uh, Elven accuracy. We talk about feet. Uh, whoa, <laughs> guys, we got triple advantage. Okay, the what I love champion fighters getting extra feats. You love feats. You love yeah avatar hair and <laughs> piggly wigglies. Piggly wigglies. Anyways, I got a six. Okay, a six. I got a sixteen. Roll. Okay. Three? 
So as the order will go, it'll go from Plato to Veraldin, then to the creature, and then to Adris, and then to uh, Ithquant. <clears throat> On it. Ichabod. Um, and we'll just remember that order going forward. I'll just... I got you. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Plato, yeah. you were up first. As you see the creature that kind of s- it slathers out, you see a rolling ball of like amalgamation. It looks like this bile, this red, gooey, disgusting creature. Yeah. You see mouths all over it. You see these little tendrils with eyes looking in multiple different directions, and they just kind of slurk, grab the ground, pull themselves forward, oh, and it God. keeps sliding out, rolling its body all over the place out into the open. You see this creature as it comes out. You see one of the mouths on the side kind of opens, and you hear Bookie's voice as he's like, you're a failure, and you're not going to be the next wizard, grand wizard. All right. This thing's a nightmare in every sense of the word. <laughs> the creature you guys are looking at, uncanonically to what you guys would know, is a gibbering mouther. Oh. It's yeah. a classic Dungeons Dragons creature. It looks like an amalgamation of this gross red flesh stuff, and it is a vile, bile riding creature, as it is this entity created by chaos, and it is here to fuck your shit up. It's... So far, we're doing a good job. All right, I'm gonna. It's it's kind of slinking towards us, kind of crawling at us. And you are restrained under this uh under this net. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm gonna cast a flaming sphere, just kind of in front of its path. Oh, okay. Kind of slow it down from getting to us a little bit. Uh, from underneath the net, mm-hmm. basically pull out bookie and start le- uh, looking through the pages, and you start moving them around, and then you find the page for the flaming sphere. Reach, touch the page, touch the ground, and then pull a ball of flame out and whisk it, and it just oh. shoots. It shoots basically through like as a small bead in the air, and then it erupts into oh, a yeah, big like flame, a, a little ball of fire, and then it expands like, into a huge ball of fire and oh, just sits yeah. there in the air, right in front of it, blocking its path. So it'll have to go around it. All right, blast ball. <laughs> as he, <laughs> what does it do? So uh, I know. Oh yeah, so it's um. Uh, I pick a point within, uh, I think, 30 feet or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, I'll put it just kind of between the net and the this creature coming at us. Yeah. Um, and if it uh, begins its turn in it, I believe. Yeah, if it ends its turn within, if it ends its turn within five feet of the sphere, it makes a dexterity save or and takes 2d6 on a failed save and then half as much on a success. And on my bonus action, I can uh, move the sphere up to 30 feet. Um, and wrap it into the creature. Okay, so you can use your bonus action this turn to do that. Um, oh, I can, can I? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and whenever I ram it in, it makes the deck save as well. All right. Um, I'll go ahead and I'll ram them. It got a nine. A nine. That is not enough. Time to do some fire uh, ball blaster damage. That's the name of the spell for sure. Yes. Hiya. We got four plus... Five is nine. Nine damage. This was counting with Plato. As you <laughs> hit into this creature uh, with the fires, you see it boom, it, uh, it rubs onto it, and you see it. Uh, some parts kind of like look like they're charred a little bit, but then they like mesh around and go back into the uh, into the flesh of this oh, creature gosh. and just kind of dissipate away. And um, roll an Arcana check. Okay, it's winter, right? Mm-hmm. So the forest isn't very flammable. No, there's enough okay, ice good, on the ground. Good, because like the, uh, the, the sphere would light thing on fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got a 19. It wasn't as effective as you thought it would be, the fires mm. of this. Mm. Um, it looks like the 
the, the creature seems to be dealing with it much easier than you'd expect. Hmm, maybe I needed some kind of other blast than a fire blast. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. I took damage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I pass. Concentration. Concentration check. Okay, okay. <clears throat> all right. That's all. Oh, his protection. Thank you. Um, cool. That will go from at the end of your turn. You take one acid damage. Oh, because I'm in the net. Because you're underneath this oh, net. Man. All right. I forgot about that. All right. Uh, you uh, do need to make a concentration check. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, uh, what am to I those unaware, the ball flaming sphere. Oh. To those unaware, uh, concentration uh, requires you to make a saving throw of Constitution based. Whenever you take damage, uh, your base DC is ten, uh, and then it's higher. It's half the damage you take, uh, and if that's lower than ten, then it's just ten. Mm-hmm. So in this um, case, Joey eight. rolled. An eight. You see her fireball, flame ball, blast ball, fire goes away. Yep. Whatever. I didn't need that anyway. It. It, it wasn't that great anyway. <laughs> the spell sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I told you, fire's not always the way to go. Oh, but it's all right. You know, Bookie is adamantly against fire. Th- I fair. wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bookie won this. Time. All right, Ralden. All right. I'm going to run up with one hand in my bag and I'm going to throw out uh, some pixie dust as it is called okay which is some ground up plants you put together right uh, but it's got some minor poisonous effect as I as I throw it on it uh, and cast hunter's mark oh okay yeah right. it slows down a little bit in reaction to the uh, in reaction to it as it seems to stiff up a little bit uh, I will then whip it okay so you've you. run up to it one other thing before you whip it oh you hear these um these whispers kind of reach out in your head a little bit. Um, but because you have this protection spell on you currently, yeah. nothing comes of it. Cool. Uh, so I... You are fine. Sorry, go, you, now you make your attack roll. I rolled a 4 plus 6, a 10. You do hit it. Oh, wow. This thing does not have a high armor cost. It's an amalgamation of bile flesh stuff. It's really just a lot of it. Uh. 1d6 plus 4, that's 10. And how much does Hunter's Mark do again? Initial d6. 6. So 12 total. 12 total. Yes. Nice. All right. You you pull your whip out and crack into it. You see like one of the mouths flies off of the thing. And then you see that little mouth starts crawling back to the original one. Hmm. Um, you definitely can tell you've hurt in it, though. Okay. However, now that you've moved close to this creature... This might be a ranger bonus that you get because I don't know for sure. Is difficult terrain? Does that affect you in the forest because you are? A... How long have we been traveling here? Yeah, I was like, there's some oh, dumbass time limit. How long have it's we been? An hour and you haven't been in here an hour. No, you are, when you are within ten. To feet be fair, of this thing, it also specifies while traveling, not necessarily during combat. So that's true. When you are, you are within ten feet of this thing. Um, it is considered difficult terrain. Okay. Okay. Um, you guys can hear though. It is. It was basically thirty feet away from you guys, and you'd close since you were out of the air. You close yep. a distance. Um, it now goes to its turn. It moves basically to the other uh, side of you, and it's it's now put. It's now within twenty feet of all of you, as it's kind of closing the distance on you, but basically just slurping around you, kind of creating a donut around you a little bit before it lashes out and attacks you. I roll. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You you basically do an air roll, like a little one of those like somersaults in the air to get out of the way of it because it yeah. did this weird surround attack on you. Go ahead. It'll have disadvantage when it makes the attack. I can hit the matrix. Um, what is your armor class? Uh, 15. 
your roll is just enough to save you as you Ooh. jump out of the way as it lashes out at you. Um, you see the tendrils would have contact with you and burned you. And for the record, uh, I will use my roll to give me advantage on my next attack. Awesome. Against it. Okay. So additionally, you see one of these mouths from the side of it. It seems to hock a loogie, and it's going to hock that loogie right at, and I'm still deciding why I'm saying this, because it's a strength Me. saving. No, it is a dexterity saving throw. I no longer want to Oh, it's going right at the paladin. That's <laughs> He looks like, you can tell you were, the, you were the one that caught the net holding it in place. He's going to try to fuck with you some more. Roll a, roll a dexterity saving throw as a, he spits a chemical glob at a point within, oh god, yeah, within up to 15 feet. Dexterity, is that what you're laughing yeah. about? <laughs> Dexterity. <laughs> At least you don't have disadvantage. Oh shit, it's even... Oh god, I, I should have read this. I, this is like the one ability I just glanced over and didn't even see. So, is a DC 13, but everyone within 5 feet of you has to make this saving throw too. They which, fail, or they have disadvantage. Yeah, you guys are in the oh net boy. with him, so I imagine you're pretty close together. We have disadvantage on this? Mm-hmm. What's the check? Dexterity. I get a 13. So, I didn't know this. They have a flashbang attack. Is This is what that is. I got nine, so I'm banged. You are flashbang. I'm flashed uh, and banged. You, Thirteen is what you needed to pass, so uh, you are not affected by it. Or you yeah. put your hand in front of your eyes and just give yourself some shade. Ithquant, what'd you get? Eight. You guys are blinded until the end of its next turn. Oh. Mm. Uh, okay, that's not actually that bad. That is the end of its turn. Now, at the start of your turn, uh, address, it starts gibbering. Oh, no. It's close enough to you guys now, and the only one without the only one with protection isn't affected by it. Uh, he starts babbling incoherently. You guys can uh, you guys can hear him. Mm-hmm. And you've started your turn there. Make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, no. 15. 15. All right, you're fine. Yay. Yeah, you're able to shrug off the whatever the gibberin is. Okay, so for this net, do I have to make like an athletics check to get out or can I just punch it to get out? You, It's an attack roll against the net. Or you can make a strength saving throw, but you'll just take some acid damage. I guess for either way, you'll take acid damage. I guess I'll go ahead and just try to rip it off with my bare hand. Because I'm going to take damage no matter what I attack with, right? Yeah. Okay. If you had like a sword or something, you could cut through without hurting yourself. I got a dart. <laughs> yeah, you pull out a dart. That got works. a dart. Okay, go cool. attack roll with your dart. Go dart. I got a 21. Yeah, roll damage. Five piercing damage. That nice. is enough to go through it as you're like, Ching! you cut open a little spot and you pull yourself... Just get yourself up on your feet. You won't take damage at the end of your turn for being in this. All right. And then... You're within 20 feet of it, so you can you jog on over there. If you jog need. on over, and then can I bonus action punch? Yes. Okay. You see the ground around you starts to get a little, like, mushy, almost if it's not solid as you're starting to run up, and you notice it's difficult terrain, so... I'm going to smack them for above a 20. <laughs> 17 plus 6. That will 100% hit. All right. And that's going to be... Guys, you're trying to beat a nine. Just want to clarify. <laughs> yeah, that's the armor okay. class. I have to, behind the screen. I have to roll a nat one to miss. Hey, you could. You could. I have to roll a... Uh, that's damage. ten bludgeoning damage. Ten bludgeoning damage. Roll a nat one. I know. He punches hard. Plus eight. You should, wait. It's AC nine? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I have to roll below a three. So a two or a one. Okay. And eight. then I'm going to... You punch, you basically see one of the eyes and you punch it, giving it a black eye as that eye disappears and another one appears. And that's going to be my turn. Okay. Uh, At the start of your turn then, Ithquant, 
roll a wisdom saving throw. Alrighty. I can do this. Sorry, 22. Alright. You are freed of it. I'm blind, right? You are blind. You cannot see it, but you can hear it. Yeah. Actually, the gibbering does sound like it's coming from all around you. Mm-hmm. Effect-wise, it does give you disadvantage on the... Actually, yeah. No, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm a little peeved. It's a, it's a little annoying. It's a, a monster, if you will. So I'm going to get as close to it as I can. Uh-huh. Right, in the, in the general direction. I don't know how far away it is from me. About um, 20 feet. About 20 feet, but there's, like, difficult terrain or something. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm like, am I, am I within melee attacking distance or am I a little too far away? You could get to it with it. Yeah. Oddly enough. Yeah, you can. The only okay. one that would really be affected by this is like a dwarf or someone that can't move 30 mm-hmm. feet. I'm going to unleash my, uh, draconic breath. Ah, okay. <laughs> is it a line? It is a cone. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually, I want to angle it down a little bit to like hit, to scorch part mm-hmm. of the ground as well, mm-hmm. uh, where it's being all funky. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Uh, hitting at center mass, what does it do? Make a uh, make a dexterity saving throw. 18. That's going to wow. pass. Uh, and it's going to take 1d10 radiant damage, and it's going to take half of it. Four. Four damage as you basically, getting angry, pick yourself radiant off the ground, damage, can't though, see, yeah. run and blast this radiant damage out of your mouth straight into the ground as it just erupts in different directions. You see the thing seems to as... Uh, seems to be warding off the effect by changing its shape to move around most of the blast as it can, as it seems to be very uh, amorphous and be able to change its body at will. So it tries to dodge out most of the way of it. I see none of this. Yeah, you see <laughs> Sorry, you don't see that. Everyone that can see sees that. All the eyes on the gibbering mouther see that. You feel very successful, though. I'm sure I do. Um, I'm like, I scorched it to nothing. As then you hear a whisper in your head. Now you've plateaued. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we now jump back to the top of the round to Plato. So Plato's been a little blind. He's, got, he's being a little uh, overstimulated, I'd say. Why don't you make a wisdom saving th- for, throw for me too, Plato? Yes. As you hear this, this little bit of gibbering. Um, you know, this gibbering's probably getting to him. Gibber jabbers? Uh, const- wisdom. Wisdom. Uh, ten. How long are we blinded ten for again? Passes. Oh, it does? Okay. Until the end of its turn. Okay. A ten passes. You are fine. You just can't see. I can't see. There's whisper. I'm just. I'm just like you're in a net. It's I'm rough. like you know. Whenever your senses get taken away and your others like <laughs> open up, mm-hmm. he realizes he's like all close together with all these people, and he's like like all in, in and wrapped up in this net. And he's his claustrophobia is trying to oh no kick in. He's like freaking out. He's like give me the fuck out of here. So he's gonna grab the the net and just shocking grasp and just try and like rip himself oh, out of here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and roll a. Uh, D20 to hit. Hi-ya. Um To hit, like, An attack roll. Uh, disadvantage. Yeah. It is disadvantage because oh. you are in the Unless net. the net's made of metal. Is okay, stop. so 14. Okay, uh, yeah, you take two damage from the net after you, when you grab it before you shock it. Fair. He's but, being a little reckless. Uh, go and roll damage. Hi-ya. Seven damage. Oh, yeah, you just, it, like, lights <laughs> up and shocks all around it. Okay. As it frees you. And then, uh, well... That's what I've got right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. You, hey, you take he's, care of the net. You're free. He's just of it like now. rubbing his eyes and stuff. Not with electric hands, but he's rubbing his <laughs> eyes. Uh, that now goes to uh, Uh As as the thing is whipping around, trying to like avoid the fire breath. I think mm-hmm. um, roll a wisdom saving throw with advantage. Oh, with advantage. Oh yeah. Because you have the protection, I just missed the rule the first time. Yeah, I just well, I wasn't sure if it was a charmed or whatever. Yeah, I think it doesn't say. Oh, charmed, I don't think so it I, matters. I I should... uh, four, five, six, seven. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. 
This is yeah. I, mean, I, I, I literally actually, if anything, since despite the amount of protection you are providing at the current moment, I rolled a four and a three. <laughs> he has been grasped by this thing before, um, so it already had an in. So basically, it's already in his head. So it starts to get into your head a little bit worse. Roll a d eight. Oh, eight. Uh, the seven or eight. The creature makes a melee attack against a randomly determined creature within its reach or does nothing if it can't make such an attack. Damn. There are two creatures within range right now. The Gibbering Mather and, of course, you. Let me. I have a D4. I will be odds. Okay. It'll be evens. And go ahead and roll. <laughs> just draw so good. <laughs> All right. While we're, while we're rolling. On the floor. Yeah. Somehow. What? Damn. <laughs> you? Yep. Okay. So it rolled one, which means it's going to attack Lenny. It's basically you feel yourself pull your whip out to attack. You you see for a moment right before you swing, you see Letney right in front of you saying something along the lines of "Don't hit." You have me. advantage. Whatever. I'm blind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm blind. Yeah. You see him in front of you. He's like, "I'm blind." Well, I, I don't know. He's attacking me. I'm blind. That's true. Also, you have advantage. Oh, <laughs> uh, I have advantage for my ability either. Oh no, oh, okay. that's only against only the thing. Yeah. Unfortunately, that is forfeit now. But um, damn, it's yeah, it's the. It's designed for the next round, but um, roll an attack with advantage against him. He's not Hunter's Mark, so that's nice. Yeah, this is true. Uh, eight plus six. No, that's a fourteen. Eight. You hear the just hear yeah thunk. Yeah, there's a large thunk into your armor as you feel like you're gonna get. You it's attacking kill. me from behind. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just imagining just a bunch of cracking back and forth as you're swinging at it. But it's just you heal you. This thing's clearly got some the ability to like use its appendages and hit really hard. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> as, uh, it seems to be all around me. Uh, you then regain consciousness of what you just did. As you notice, like you look at your arm and as you look at it, you see this where your hands are. You see this like appendage of like this bile. And then you look back at it again and it's your hand again. I'm going to go ahead and drop my whip. With the other hand, I'm going to use the short sword and bonus action attack it. Okay, if I can, uh, I don't know sure. exactly how your thing. It, it, you can only make one attack. Unfortunately, okay, it, it kind of fucks with your turn. It gets in your head, basically. Damn. Fair enough. Um, which is why there's a big scary thing about this thing. That is your turn. Now it goes to its turn. It is going to try to blind the two people in the back once again. Um, I'm like right next to it. Oh, shit. You were right next to it, too. We should have added him to the roll. Uh, it's okay. We messed up. It will go ahead and make an attack roll against... Oh, it has a, bit, a bigger grasp on Veralden at the moment, so it's going to try to influence that more by trying to bite you. Um, nom nom With a 21 to hit. Yeah. Hold on. With a 16 to hit. I roll. <laughs> yeah, that'll hit. You take 19 points of damage oh, God. as it rips a chunk hmm. out of your leg. Oh my God, that is a ridiculous And this thing has multi-attack? 19. 19. It can't actually uh, Interesting. do both. Interesting. It can only do uh, one bite. Um, so then it flashbangs right by you guys. Oh boy. Um, so I need the three of you to make dexterity saving throws. As it, as it, it just pulls the pin of a flashbang and throws it right at you guys. Nice. Oh, I'm already blinded. Does that... <laughs> you have to do... No, he's you're not. not he's not round, in this. Oh, the, the I got a seven. What do I need to pass? You need a... To pass that, it's a DC 13 dexterity saving Score, throw. I got a 15. 15? Yeah. Dang, nice. Okay. Rowden. I can't spend yeah, this entire fight blinded. Throw. It won't, <laughs> won't be good. No. Six, seven, eight? An eight will not do it. As uh, the flashbang goes off in your eyes and you're just blinded immediately. As well as you, Adris. 
That is its turn. It goes to your turn. Address, make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. I got a uh, 21. You're fine. All right. I'm going to smack into it with this advantage. 16? Yes. And then it's going to be 12 bludgeoning damage. Oh, God. Okay. Yep. That, it did not like that as you fool drop your fist down on top of it and punch. And then I'm going to use my bonus action for patient defense to dodge. Okay. And then if it attacks me, I can use my reaction to smack it back. Okay, yeah. You put yourself in a stance to attack, and you're blinded, so it definitely mm-hmm. it definitely sees the opportunity there. And that's going to be all I can do. You just punch it out, so it's not happy. Yeah, uh, that that's is, why I'm dodging. Uh, that is now your turn, Ithquant. I can see! I can fight! <laughs> Murder! That's a fairly odd parents reference for me. Draw my, uh... uh... Make it with some saving throw. Looking for a 10. I feel like I should make you guys, like, tell me what your attack's gonna do, and then have you roll, so just in case you need to attack someone oh, else, and yeah. then you have to do that cool thing, cool attack, to the other person. <laughs> That's interesting. So I rolled a 4. You spent a long time looking at your paper to tell Really me hoping there was maybe something that was like, you have advantage on saving throws of the wisdom variety against being possessed or something. Yeah. That's what I would call this. I'd call this possession. Yeah, it's kind of like a, it just kind of, it's chaos. A little chaotic. A little jibber. A little jibber jabber. There's not a possessed goofy. condition, so I'm, I'm inclined to say it's possession. Roll a d8. A 1. Again. Well, that's simple. It actually makes it a lot easier. Um, you guys watch as uh, Ithquant Lenny. Uh, what was that phrase you were saying right before you do anything? You could see? I can see. I can fight. Something like that? Yeah. Why don't you give me the most Ithquant thing he would say in the situation now that he can see? He wants to just go and... I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> and you see, he begins going on this tangent about how he's going to... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill this thing. I'm going to send it back to hell where it came from. It won't know what it's like to live. And it so won't... he continues to do this for seven straight seconds. <laughs> as it says, you do nothing on your turn. Nice. As you are very much, very rearing yourself up, though. You're gonna you're gonna get destroyed. You're gonna go to Pound Town. Everyone else is everyone else here is watching. He could be fighting this thing. Location <laughs> my blade and your The other thing. Two are blind. It's just you Plato. You're watching him just talk this thing. <laughs> that is now to the top. I like to him believe that they're thinking I'm doing something really cool right now. He's like he's gonna cast a spell or something. He's just magic. Yeah, roll a uh, uh, <laughs> you guys roll an insight check and you just roll a general performance check of Oh yeah, twenty. That's <laughs> what I get my twenty-four. <laughs> That's what I use my crit on. <laughs> okay, well he knows. But. Yeah, he knows. <laughs> I we'll see. Maybe Raldin doesn't. I got a twenty. All right, what? all right. This is bullshit. <laughs> you were very convinced yourself that you were like, like they're just like, oh, he's just hyping himself up. You, you're not unaware he hasn't. It's not like he hasn't done this before. <laughs> <laughs> you're just surprised he spent so much time doing it. Plato. Hear me out. Plato's very good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Roll a wisdom saving throw real quick. Do I need to do a. Oh, yeah. Yeah, tell me what you're doing first. Oh, you're good. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I got like 12. Okay. So Plato has an idea. All right. So um, my Order of Scribes wizard subclass allows me to change the damage type. Wait, you're using your subclass feature? Shh, let him do okay, it. Sorry, 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 I'm going to be honest. If I, I would have known idea what I could do if Jaden didn't show me a picture of like, hey, this is a fucking ability you have. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should consider, you know. What type of wizard did you think you were? I honestly, I just thought I got the book and that was it. <laughs> 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 what's important is he knows now. I didn't think it was going to be like 
you know, something I use stole. or like, okay. But you also can summon a pin at will. I can. <laughs> I think we talked about that one. Uh, yeah. It can was, write in any color. I was yeah. more aware and of that. And you can make it magically like, oh, erase. So silly. I don't get <laughs> this. This is silly. No, you also can change the damage type. So I'm going to prepare a burning hands in my hands. And then I'm I'm looking around and I, I see, just looking for inspiration. I'm like, okay, fire blast. Like that works every single time. It's so good. <laughs> And I'm looking around, and I'm like, okay, what else is good? And I remember Adris doing the Adris elbow with thunder, like a lightning oh, striking yes. down. And so I, I, I start changing it into uh, a thunder damage or electric damage, whatever. Like, you see, lightning damage. As you start imagining, like that moment from Adris uh, giving the pe- <laughs> the people's elbow yeah. with lightning crackling from him, you. You see it begins to manifest in your hands, that same lightning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm going to run up, like, the back of Ithquant while he's just doing his, his spiel and, like, <laughs> jump off of his shoulders so that I'm, like, above the thing and then shoot it, like, straight down. Oh, so hell yeah. It all just hits hell him. Hell yeah. It, similar to how mm-hmm. he was, like, fucking, like, I'm not 40 feet above. high, but, you know. Yeah. yeah it's, it's all perfect. Yeah. It's seven feet tall. Uh, Ithquant, seven feet tall. Yeah. You run up and you see as he's, like really getting down bending himself you see the moment you jump up onto his back and jump from above and from you put your hands into the motion of the lightning above and fire, just fire go, uh, lightning <laughs> lightning blast and then you also hear bookie from the inside being like we gotta bring him in from the into the square he's got like we gotta bring Raldon in and workshop these names <laughs> uh as uh you drop down with the lightning your lightning hands from above and crackle into this creature. It makes a dexterity saving throw, correct? It does. You got a 17. What the fuck, man? <laughs> can, I at least hit, can I at least hit somebody? No, you, you still know, hit it. It, it takes damage. It, it takes just, half the damage. Oh. just okay. takes a little bit less than you'd like. Well, the problem was your buildup. You spent so much time yeah. doing this. Like, it, it's been watching mm-hmm. from the moment you decided you were going to change it from fire to yeah. lightning. <laughs> and it's like sitting there, you see its eyes peering at you. And so it has enough time to slowly move oh, open. To, yeah. As when you go from above to hit it, it's turned into this donut, the donut shape. Donut shape. <laughs> and like half the attack grounds out as you realize you just use lightning straight at the ground, too. Oh, shit. Well, you know what? Maybe it'll be. It still takes cool. half damage, though. Which right. is so far so good. We got two. Plus, uh, I get three of these. So. Yes. Uh, plus six, Ooh. so we're at eight. All right, so we got nine, which is half to four, I guess. Round yep. down. Yep. All right, so <laughs> four to <four> damage. <laughs> it's okay. I feel you. Uh, we'll As see. you land just on, the, yeah, you land just around it, and uh, like on the other side of it, mm-hmm. you see one of the <laughs> eyes just opens up on the other side and just looks at you. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, that will now go to Vraldon. I am blind. And make a wisdom saving throw. But first, tell me what you would like to do while you're blind. Uh, I'm a, I am kind of know where it's at, so I'm going to make a... First of all, I'm going to bonus action do my fucking quick response feat that I always forget about. That's part of my subclass. Mm-hmm. The extra hunter's mark thing. Oh, okay. You just had your bonus action? I always forgot that was a thing. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll stab at it with, or swipe at it with my sword. Do okay. a big wide swing because I'm blind. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, roll a wisdom saving throw first. Uh, eleven plus three is fourteen. That is good. That works. You pass. Also, I can't see, so I can't use my bonus action on it. Oh yeah, you have, you have to, be to be able to see it. To see it. Yeah. Um, however, I good will call. still attack it. Good job following the rules. We follow the rules. Yeah, yeah. We try. <laughs> yeah, we, we follow try. the rules. Um, most of the time. Hit that bitch with the sword. I have advantage, but I also have disadvantage. Cancels out. Cancels out. That's a ten. A ten hits. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hey. Uh, 
Imagine making an attack. A big pool of hell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd be really funny if it dies, like, right before. Uh, Quant, once again, doing nothing nine. in a combat. Nine? Yes. Nice. That's As like, you hit, that bitch. you cut more sections of this thing off. It is definitely, like, reduced and sized a fair amount. As you guys have seen, it seems to be like chaotically moving about, shooting little tendrils out as best as it can, trying to ward you guys off of it. And you guys all seem to be shifting back and forth enough. The blind people at the current moment are standing there like swinging wildly, but uh, you are shifting back and forth to try to avoid the tendrils. Uh, you are hyping yourself up, of course. Uh, that'll uh, now go to its turn. Um, now that you're all here in front of it, it can flashbang all of you at once. Uh, oh, it's going to make it's going to try to make a chunk get a chunk out of i'll give it i'll give it a chance uh it it sees you as a big threat mm-hmm. it now also sees uh captain lightning hands over there as a pretty <laughs> decent side despite the fact it dodged it lightning would have been pretty bad Ooh. um odds or evens odds even it's going to attack plato bam um wait plato that's me <laughs> <laughs> plato it makes an attack against you can't, do you get that bonus off of just when I attack you, correct? Only when you attack me. Okay, okay. Plato, what is your armor um, class? I'm at 17. 17? Yeah, with my protection and oh. my mage armor. 17. He still hits? Yeah. Oh, nuts. He right. a plus five to hit. Do you have like Look, a shield spell? If the commoners can hit... Oh, yeah, that's a good point. You have shield spell? No, I don't have shield. I didn't know I could take shield. On my list. No, yeah, you guys don't see this, but Jaden, whenever Joey, Joey doesn't play wizards often, and whenever <laughs> Joey does, he's not as much of a wizard buff. But Jaden, on the other hand, knows like most of the spells. In I the know book. everything. I just, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't but, see, I missed shield. I think, or maybe I thought it was boring or something. <laughs> I <was> like, I, <laughs> when <laughs> no, I probably did see shield, and I was like, damn. Look, I just when he said the words, I didn't know wizards could take shield. It just hurt me a little, <laughs> and by a little I mean a lot because well, they're like the only class that will ever take shield. Well, I didn't know like if I could get at this level or not. I... Oh, Plato, you take twenty points of damage. Oh my god! Yeah, you I'm should take shield in the future. Incredibly down. Uh, it grabs you and uh-huh. it pulls Plato in. Oh god! Into the mass. Plato I'm... should talk to Tannis about. <laughs> I have a couple of conversations. I, I have haven't then. taken shield either. <laughs> <laughs> like, really like, like, no, there's no way he's gotten this like, far. Why would I take shield? It's so bad. It is a bad spell. It's the strongest <laughs> spell. Uh, you uh, also don't have a subclass, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm a, what an order of scribes, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> uh, order of the balls. And this is an order of it the plot. It goes to flashbang all of you guys. Uh, you can go, you're down, down, but you still get flashbang. Can so I use my roll? Just fail by default. Yeah, I, def- I got bad. a one. I pass. It's Dex. You're blind again. Yes, Dex. Can I use my roll? Yes, you can actually. I can. Yeah, you can try to roll and basically avert your vision from it. Well, I'll if... get you advantage on the dexterity saving. Oh time. wait, I'm dodging. I have advantage. You do. Yeah. Do I can? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so right. I, I don't know reaction. Yeah. Uh, that's a modified 20. Okay, that's a lot that better. I got a 21. Yeah, I got a 14. All right, you uh, have all passed. And because Except that is Plato. my role, I will give myself advantage Plato's on my next down, day. So. Okay. Address, you are up. All right. I'm going to punch the shit out of them. <laughs> How so? Uh, I'm just going to... I'm aiming the Florio blows here because he just took Varal... I'm not Varal, Plato in. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just going to try to carve as much out of it as I can to pull him out. 
very frustrated with the look. Actually, make wisdom saving throw. Yes, Why I know. fucking go into this again? <laughs> it's Plato. Okay, yeah, it's Plato. <laughs> I got a. <gasps> oh no! Roll a d8. I said a nine was the AC. I thought it was ten. That's not. That was a wisdom two. Oh, my bad. A two. Yep. All right. So please describe to me very detailed what you're doing. All right. I'm just gonna. I'm just trying to carve away as much of this creature as I can to try to pull my buddy out. Absolutely, yeah. And you said Addresses really, really likes to cook, right? Do I start eating it? Oh God, no! No oh, God, no! <laughs> no, uh, it's in this action. Uh, in this action, you actually, per the role, you do nothing. Ah. So rather than just actually sitting there and do nothing, I like the idea of like you doing something that's just completely unorthodox to the situation. It's like because you said you're carving stuff out of it. So yeah, I is it just like look to grab into and like? Actually, I could probably make something out of this. Hang on a sec. You find a little chunk of it that's broken off. Hang on a sec. And you grab it, and you've, you've got tools in your backpack, too. I mean, I just start, like, sniff testing it for a bit. It's like... Doesn't smell great, but maybe it's, like, a delicacy. Yeah, maybe they could, like, I don't know, like, cook it or something, like, fry it. You like guys are watching all of this. As, is Adris sitting there debating what meal he can make out of this creature? That is your turn. <laughs> be, like, maybe, like, a good huh. jelly or something. That'd be pretty nice. Could be a jelly. Yeah. Ithquan, you are up. Uh, it's a wisdom saving throw? Yes. 20. Nice. A 20. As you feel like you're able to hold your composure in this moment. You've been prepping, You've been trash-talking this thing for a full round. All right, I'm going to spend my action to heal uh, Plato. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Understand. Someone has to. Yeah, you grab yeah. Plato by the legs. You get one hit point. I'll take it. You're going to get hit. That's all I need. <laughs> you grab Plato from the legs and pull him out. And then as he comes out... Oh, I'm going to use my bonus action. Spell slot back. Okay, yeah. You pull him out and you exude this form of life energy into him as this golden smoke comes out of you, breathing life back into him. And Plato, you awake on the ground, covered in this goo, burn marks on your arms. Oh, and, God. Uh, you, you see Ithquanch just got you by the legs. You owe me one. Oh, God. Uh, that is... Uh, that is your turn, uh, Ithquant, as you spend your action using Lay on Hands, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then bonus action to use uh, Harness Divine Power by expending my channel Divinity. So you use channel a spell Divinity, slot. which is the Paladin ability or Cleric ability, but Paladin uh, ability to give yourself a spell slot back. Yes. Okay, cool. As you feel this energy surge from below you into your body, uh, we jump back now to Plato at the top, who has one hit point. <laughs> all right. Plato's feeling kind of rough here. Um, <laughs> I could heal, heal him with all of my hit points and he could still go down on one attack so that's I'm not yeah i'm not gonna use them all no this thing i, I don't yeah i looked at the damage i didn't look at it before just straight up 5d6 oh god all right yeah. plato's Hello. looking at this thing he's thinking i've tried the fire blast i've tried the lightning blast time to get a little creative here so he he reaches into his bag and pulls out some ball bearings and what? grabs a handful of them okay if he crits he could straight up Insta kill us. Oh yeah, I'm gonna huh. cast. I'm gonna cast shock and grasp on my uh, ball bearings and start and throw like six of them at him. So you're like, okay, so you shock and grasp your ball bearings uh-huh. and you're just like jamming them and throwing them in there. Yeah, I'll just just flavor wise, like I'm, that's just oh, how yeah, I'm gonna reflavor like the like turning firebolt into thunder da- or lightning damage. Oh, even cooler. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you conjure. Are you trying to move? Because you have disadvantage because you're within attack range of it. Oh, I'll move out if I can. Oh, I'm in attack range? Mm-hmm. Okay, if I'm already in attack range, then I'll just shock and grasp him. I didn't really... Yeah, because I, I forgot you just, like, pooped me out pretty much. Yeah. If you hit him with shock and grasp, he can't use his reaction, though. 
That's true. I'm going to shock and grasp him for sure. You're going to give him some shock and ball torture? Yeah, I'm going to grab his balls and start shocking. Shock. Yeah, you, uh, make a medicine check. Okay. <laughs> I will if it'll help me. Uh, medicine? Yeah. Medicine, A. Uh, 11. You notice nestled just like just at the base of the creature. Mm-hmm. Small set of balls. Time to get tickling. Small little dinkles. Little dinkles? Dinkle, little dinkles there. All right. Well, I'll aim for that. And if I am if I miss a little bit, I'll get like taint or like, I'll get something. Yeah. You'll, you'll hit somewhere in the somewhere in the taint region. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to just, I'm going to do the <laughs> grab his dick and twist it. The old dick twist. Do you hear the gibbering mother gibber to you as uh, it's like, don't twist my boss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, 12 plus something. That, that already hit, right? Yes. Okay. And then. Yeah, two damages. Two damage. You grab, you grab him by the balls and shock him. He's like, stop grabbing my balls as you start shocking them. Uh, as uh, it just, he starts to pool all over the place, he does not like this. And right. He loses his reaction too. All right, I'm gonna poke him in the eyeball and get out of here. Does <laughs> she give him a quick poke? It's yeah. like my left eye. I'm gonna get as far as I can from this thing. Okay, yeah, you just back up and hustle. You get out like ten feet away because all the ground around you is like, oh, it's all like, yeah. It's like when you see those videos of the ground where it's like shaking, it's like gas water collection oh, underwater. God. It's like that. That's how the ground feels right oh, now. Oh, God. I just imagine it feels horrible. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, Veraldin. All right. Uh, I'm going to use my bonus action to actually apply the thing now that I'm not blind. Um, Understandable. And then I'll attack it with my sword. Okay. Uh, but I think I have to make a wisdom save, right? First? Yes. I have advantage from protection. Mm-hmm. Uh, ten. That is just what you need to pass this. Whew. Okay, so I'm a uh, with one hand reach into my bag and grab out uh, a bottle of a little bit of poisoning. You know, you know, a little, little poison. Okay, uh, a little put bit it on my blade. You know, uh, okay, yeah. as I cast the whatever it's called, quick response on onto him. Okay, yeah. So you basically use your quick response uh, ability and basically finding vital spots on it. And in this case, using poison. (laughs) Yes. Um, I will. Sorry, no, no, not even poison. I'm going to reverse hand grip my sword. (laughs) (laughs) You yeah. You hold your short sword in your in hand for it, and then you just switch it around to back, and then you like (laughs) you take a lower stance. This is quick response stance. Yes. Um, I am now going to attack it with advantage because I rolled. Yes. 16 plus 6. A 22 will 100% hit. So that's a d6 from the short sword, d6 from Hunter's Mark, and a d6 from Quick Response. Yes. This is how most rangers work anyways, just so you guys know. Uh, 12 plus... 12 plus 4 is 16 damage. Veraldin. Yeah. Take it home. Hell See, yeah. I hit the reverse hand grip, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I realize the only thing reverse hand grip is good for, I'm going to run through it. Basically. You do a back handspring out of the way of, it can't take its reactions, a back handspring into a full dart forward and take a, do a roll, a somersault forward roll and sliced through the creature as you see, it's just all its eyes at once just go like wide open 
and you smell this sulfury bile smell once again as its insides start to leak out as it sits there and it's like all its mouths are all open in a wide gape as it's just like I will then flip my sword back to the full grip (laughs) sorry back to the full grip and then cut it again this time flinging all the blood off as it does of course so you know, yeah. uh, and then I will sheath it and then sheath it in a, yeah. in a very fanciful way as the creature's body slowly slides down and then turns into a goo once it hits the ground um, you feel this immediate sense of reprieve on your mind almost as if something was there's this humming feeling that had existed there only mm. moments ago as after just killing the creature you feel this lightness, this peace of mind, if anything. And actually, to extent of all of you, you feel that you're, there was something weighing down on you, almost as if like, like a level of stress has eased off you a little bit. At the same time, though, there is a new level of stress for some of you. As Ithquant, you realize that you only got to blast this thing with your breath and you only wish now you could have done, done more in the moment. I'm going to check my arm hand make sure it see see if that's you see it begins to retract slowly okay. it was cleaned up a little bit earlier by play-doh yeah. but you see it begins to retract in making it a little it it slowly fades away basically okay um, leaving you guys with whatever this creature was now out of character we knew it was a gibbering mouther but not of the likes that you guys have ever seen before this creature like this is clearly not of this realm similarly that like, with this magic coming back, there's this newfound threat of these creatures, similar to what Ithwant has been preaching about as he has joined the group. Because this is one of those... You're not necessarily hunting aberrations, though, are you? No, but, but like, definitely. It is evil. Die. You, Yeah, the connection's there. It's like, maybe aberrations could go on the list. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you take a moment to reflect on that, as you realize. Uh, but you also have to... Uh, you guys all realize that you can... Count your blessings to an extent as Plato also lived through the affair to Ithquant saving him. Mm. Uh, and you all sit here a little a little bit fucked up. Not 100%. I feel fine. Yeah, he got burned at the beginning, but... No other damage. I think just kind of didn't exist. Told him how you're going to kill it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I know there's probably not a way to do this, mm-hmm. but I'd like to see if we can figure out where it came from. Like, investigate the area, see, like, do you guys? Um, yeah, no, absolutely. You can I'm a bit ahead. out of my league there, but you know. Yeah, go ahead and make an investigation check. I like forests. Um, an arcana check from anyone else that would like to participate. You probably sure. need some good magic deduction <clears throat> and also investigation. You need good on both of these rolls. What are we doing? Oh, natural 20. There, ooh, really good. If he can find something, you're good here. But Oh, um, my plus zero to, to investigation. Where, how this got here and what oh. it's doing. If I add arcana, well, it's 20. You can roll investigation. Or I got a 14. The god of true cool. chaos sent it. That's true. I guess you know what you can roll religion, and if you roll bad, that's your logic. But if you roll better, I'll I'll that's give you also my logic. Roll the dice, and I'll tell you that's your logic. Um, religion. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a solid eight. That's your logic. Yeah, it's I got a fourteen. Okay. On either. Uh, For one, you make the immediate decision that you should probably sample some of the liquid before yeah. you. Not sample as in try it. I mean, like, take a sample in a little topper vial. Now we're talking. <laughs> Jibber goo. Address, you let go of the thing you thought could have been food for a second. Mm. As you realize, no. Yeah, no, this is... It no. smells like old eggs. It's, it's eh. the new BDE. The, the, the jibber goo. new big dragon energy. It's, yeah, jibber energy. No, jibber goo. <laughs> jibber goo. 
if you use it, then you're a jibbergoon. Uh, with your nat 20 on the Arcana check, you get the sample from it. Now, you have Bookie come out and fly and do his best to help you. Uh, you're a little out of your element, so you're having to make some make some deductions from the information. But these creatures, like this, a creature like this, while it is of origin to this realm of where true chaos is. Now, you don't necessarily know what that realm is. How it got here could have been a couple different things that you've deduced. One, it could have been actually from there, like transposed here, like like Ithquan says. Like, it was literally sent here from true chaos. Like, mm-hmm. here's a portal, go through, something uh-huh. like that. That's one of the theories. Another one you might have, or, or another one you could say is probably like, a being like this is could be created of the world, like when magic came back, that these could have spontaneously appeared because when magic came back, it was clearly blending between these worlds. So you could deduce that that might be a reason. Something like the treants, just they're there and they were there and then like they went from trees to treants. Exactly. So it went from like a puddle of goop to goop the monster. Exactly. It was, it was oil and now it's not. (laughs) This is what oil is. This is it's a metaphor for capitalism. Yes. yes. It's all this was the session was. No. And the last theory you have is that it could have been created. Mm-hmm. Now, you've seen some writing by Mendes in your in Bookie, very early writings. And you might like, you know, that Bookie has a sibling text that has more information on some of the outer uh, outer world of this realm. Something of this standing could have been created through processes of sorcery, such as like magic people trying to create new things like a lot of it entailing with the control of life and death when people try to manipulate that which would kind of push into the theory of maybe it's religious based uh creation so someone was trying to do that but it could also be towards the side of uh people trying to create entities that didn't exist before so make new things and then this is the result of it now, a little weird aspect you learn from investigating this closer is there's a lot of charms and little trinkets inside this thing as you as it falls apart into Ooh. a puddle of goo. You find basically all of an assortment of these things. And just kind of going through the lot of these, with, um, including with your investigation check here, you notice one little thing in there that has a little, little bracelet in there. But it has uh, two names on it. Uh, it has a twig and crud written on it on the little bracelet. Uh, pick that one up. <laughs> it at least may give some closure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, this thing definitely wasn't the type to take prisoners or anything. I think it's... Yeah. No, yeah. It was like, yeah. It's, um, but it's gone now. Yeah. It's madness. And there's no, like, evidence of there being anything else? Of it's checking its little, checking its little, like, layer kind of yeah. thing out. You can see there is, like, a network of, like, little, what look like one inch wide one inch to two inch wide little tunnels huh not not like yeah. real tunnel i'm sorry i say that i said i realized i said that and it sounded terrible i mean like like little burrow like little burrow tunnels like it burrowed through the ground like okay. these teeth can consume and let out on the other side and basically it tunneled its way where it needed to go most of the okay time. Now you can basically deduce that how this yeah. got to the town but there are tunnels that head off in multiple directions not just this way gotcha so, uh, I say we call it for the night. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Go feast and shit. Yeah, I think we all need to rest after yeah. this. Big race, big fight. Yeah, yeah my leg's kind of fucked. Hey, right. who's pretty low? 
Uh, I'm at one. Yeah. Hey. Um, I'm going to start putting a bandage on whatever big hit you took. Just replace all my skin that's burned off. Yeah. Uh, start bandaging that um, healing touch thing spell. Uh, you take... I take... You're hurting me? <laughs> yeah, you you heal 12. You oh, take I'll 12 damage. With, uh, you guys take pick up your stuff and take your... Uh, Take yourselves back to the town of Imrith. Um, as you're on your way back, you guys can see just the liveliness of the town continuing on as if nothing ever happened. Um, mainly because, you know, the people that disappeared, no one really talked about. However, when you get to the town, you notice one thing is a little bit strange. They started the feast without you guys. Oh, it's already started. Oh, <laughs> darn. But Twig hasn't given her speech yet. And that's oh. where we're going to call our session. That's fair. Until oh, next right. time. I was so ready for like, you notice that the town scorched and there's a dragon flying away. Or something. <laughs> you guys like, forgot to warn the town. You notice that Twig fucking died. <laughs> so you notice, you know, the, the gibber monster. Uh, there's like 20 of them. And they're all eating people. Like, you see Twig just in half. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, the sky turns red. It's full of faces. <laughs> you guys know that the eclipse the started? <laughs> it's the big moon from Legend of... Uh, what, are, what is the... Which is the one? Which is mask. mask. Thank you, guys. Um, I tried. I, I tried to make a reference of for, for Chris. And um, I thought of the completely different direction. That's wild. Okay, uh, well, thank you guys for listening to Goon Quest. If you enjoyed the show and want to hear more of it, please feel free to leave us a five-star rating wherever you listen to your podcast. Or a three-star rating. You, please don't. Or a two-star rating. No, please no. Maybe even like four a star. Yeah, star four, rating. I mean, we'll take four-star. Don't listen to Chris, but we'll take four-star. You say your name's James at the start of every session. You I know, I do. Fuck <laughs> okay, not only does this help us out for leaving us this review, but it also uh, makes us feel good about ourselves. I guess four-stars will make everyone else feel good about themselves. Um, I like five stars. Feel, if you don't feel good off of four stars, then you're a perfectionist, and you should sort that out. That's unfortunate. Uh, so I only feel good off of five stars. Sorry, guys. Um, our opening music is by Suma Studio, and bear with me. I'm going to get this guy's name pronounced correctly at some point. He sent me his name as well, um, and it is just very hard to pronounce. I'm still figuring it out. But uh, And as well as Alexander Nakarada. Our cover art is by Casey May. Our outro music is by Alexander Nakarada. And audio editing is by myself. Until Chris decides he's going to actually help me. I've done all I, the audio editing before this. I said you can send me things. <laughs> I just keep forgetting to bring the USB. Okay. And then our uh, Instagram can be found at GoonQuest. And if you would like to provide names of NPCs or have ideas of magic items, you could submit them suggestions at GoonQuest.Outlook.com. Additionally, I want to say that I'm going to try to set up something maybe to make it a little more convenient. Maybe like a forms, like a Google Forms or something that people could uh, insert name suggestions and stuff. Maybe to make it a little more convenient. Because I feel like emailing someone randomly also sounds a little weird. Um, I looked how it ideas. was back in the day huh so that's just how it was back in the it day it was but it's not back in the day anymore it's 2023 it's current year guys it's current year we're trying to take away our words hey Joey how has your day been hey, it's been really good thank you goons good out Jaden looks at Jimmy hungrily with anticipation See, these are the moments that I cut from the thing and then post at the end. Like when you guys <laughs> talk about dragons fucking. <laughs> no, we... <laughs> Wait, sorry, you were talking about snakes fucking? Yes. <laughs> oh, as a reference for dragons. No? Fucking. I well, didn't see, know if that was when we were doing it as a podcast or not. <laughs> I don't remember either. It's come up quite a few times. Yes.
yeah, it came. It's up. weird, weird, a common discourse. Of the yeah, case. it's a little strange, honestly. Mm-hmm. How about the, the, inter- the female dragonborn have titties? No, we're not. They, <laughs> the intercourse no. discourse. <laughs> intercourse discourse. Course on intercourse. How to get to know a dragonborn's body? All right. <laughs> so as you reach adulthood, you may notice of some things start to change, like your scales falling out and coming back in. That's a natural occurrence. You see, dragonborn puberty is all about regrowth. As your scales come out, you molt them, you grow some new ones in. These are your adult scales. They stay for life. Especially the ones on your dick. Those yeah. are fucking wild. <laughs> I, I, 